Welcome back to Mutual Aberration Society. As always, I'm Ryan Jackson. Um, and today, um, I have on a guest to talk about not one, uh, but two films. Uh, the first being Bloody Muscle Bodybuilder in Hell uh, from 1995, um, a movie directed by uh, Shinichi Fukuzawa. I'm sure I'm getting that name right. Um, if I'm not, I apologize. Uh, I do have a tendency to fuck names up that are uh, foreign, as you will see, uh, because on the second film is a 2009 short film called Precut Girl by Eric uh, Dinkian, I'm assuming. That's how you say his last name. I believe he's a French filmmaker. Um, and my guest, uh, who I have on to talk about these two flicks, um, is none other than uh, the man known as DC. Not to be confused with the uh, the comic book, uh, <laughs> Warner <laughs> Brothers uh, owned comic book. Yeah, did you have to do it like that? <laughs> I, I thought I thought you said like Derek Cormier or something. He's a cool or Daniel guy. Cormier, yeah. Daniel oh, bro, Cormier. yep. We have on Daniel name. Cormier. True, 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 true. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. uh, at this point, uh, DC, I allow uh, my guests to give their own introduction because, you know, <laughs> as you can see, I'm, I'm the best at them, right? Um, dude, you're at, that was actually pretty smooth. It was because like, how do you introduce this stuff, man? It's two weirdo <laughs> movies from Japan. You know what else? Yeah, two weird ass um, movies. One of them is like, ha ironically, is, is in Japanese with a Japanese yeah. star, but it's actually not Japanese. It just right. worked out that way. Uh, but yeah, just tell the people briefly a little bit about who you are, what your podcast is about, and, uh, yeah. and then we can we'll just start chopping it up. Yeah, no, I'm actually too hyped to talk about the movie to think about anything else. I kind of Ooh, forgot right here. Uh, yeah, I host the Blades podcast, comedian, screenwriter, working on a movie currently. Maybe we'll see. We'll see how these things go. Uh, yeah, dude, Eight Blades podcast. That is eight P L eight S. We do a little, we do a little trolling, a little, a little goofing. It's always a fun time. We just had uh Ryan on, and uh, you might be a little stressed, right? You were like, oh my gosh, where's my episode? Your episode's coming out in like two weeks, actually, because we got so <laughs> many episodes in the backlog that we have to wait until we release them. So no worries. That's, that, that's yeah. smart. That's smart. That's a smart way to do it. Uh, yeah. so you're not like back against the wall releasing episodes when you have exactly them. exactly that has happened in the past you know yeah, just like the I've last been, minute yeah. yeah i've been there before <laughs> so so most <laughs> definitely so what i'll do is we'll start with uh the movie that uh i saw you had watched because we follow each other on letterboxd so true and follow uh, us on letterboxd actually yeah, follow, ryan follow, jack or, yes right? ryan r jack and ryan the, r jack yeah yeah and right? euphoric dc man euphoric. don't forget <laughs> <laughs> the least practical thing to look up but yeah so, yeah so i had saw that you had watched this movie uh bloody muscle bodybuilder in hell or aka the japanese evil dead yeah and i was like huh i vaguely i heard about this movie and I, it just gave me an excuse to check it out and i was like yeah. hmm. so then i hit you up and i was like hey you want to come on and talk about this movie yeah. um First of all, I was like, thank you so much, sir. I appreciate it. Because a lot of people we have on the show, and they're just like, they, they they ghost me after. You know what I'm saying? You really followed back. Like, thank you, sir. But there's actually a funny story about why I watched the movie. Um, If I just, you know, Tubi? You know the, the streaming service, Tubi? Yeah, Tubi. Tubi is the best, yeah, yeah. the best streaming service, by the way. Quite literally, yeah. yeah. Just the, the, the quantity of movies. They have all the Werner Herzog movies on there. Mm. They have crazy collections. Mm. And also a lot of terrible movies. So I expected this to be really bad. Because I watched uh, Shockma before. I don't know if you know that movie. I know it's about Shockma. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even underground. I just never saw it before. So I was just browsing through, watching these horrible movies, and I stumbled upon, the, uh, like, upon this one. Almost an hour long, you know, just a little over an hour. That's it's beautiful. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna watch it. 
and I was entranced. Let's be honest. It was actually mm-hmm. quite, you know, it's it's a solid quality movie. And then I learned from you, from your review, that it was really cheap to make as well. So yeah, just browsing <laughs> Tubi and I, I, I watched that freaking thing and it was great. Well, I don't actually, my review was kind of like a little tongue in cheek because I don't know the actual budget. I just said it was like $200 <laughs> yeah, uh, because it has that feeling. It's It was fairly cheap. It's shot True. on eight millimeter, um, yes, made by, you know, one guy pretty much doing everything. Yeah. Except uh, the score. That was interesting, yeah, too. There's the score, a, there's... yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah. But but you know what's funny? Uh, it's funny about this movie, right? Um, and I really like this movie. Uh, it's it's the type of movie that we see now getting... Well, it's not... Let me, not, let me rephrase that. Not It's not the type. Mm-hmm. At least in the sense of, like, I actually like this movie. Um, and these other movies that are, that are made that now I'm not really big fans of. But, like, there's been a couple movies, like Skin and Marink being one and... Uh, yep which I've shit on numerous times on the podcast already. And, <laughs> Deservedly uh, so. Get fucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, the other one, which recently got released as well, with the similar sort of marketing push, was the Outwaters. Um, now, these are movies that are made pretty much on a shoestring budget uh, and made pretty much primarily by one person. Like, mm-hmm. yes, there's they, they may have an actor or two in there, but it's really like, the stamp of the filmmaker like they're doing yeah, exactly. wearing multiple hats doing pretty much everything yeah, um, yeah but the difference between uh let's just call it japanese evil dead <laughs> dude I, I will i will i will say one sorry i don't want to cut you off but that that kind of like it ticks me because at first when i heard that i'm like oh my goodness it's a marketing mm. ploy you know it reminded me of like the i don't know if you used to play video games or whatever mm. but when i was a teenager I used to play and then ign put out this review about some far cry game it's like it's like skyrim with guns dude that that review like really ticked me off so i just thought about that but uh the more you watch the movie the more the similarities really like come out so it is it is apt to say it's the japanese evil dead for sure yeah and it uh, there's another movie called evil dead trap which is also a japanese insane movie um which is pretty pretty dope but uh but they have actual budget but what's cool about this movie um and 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 why i mentioned those other two new newer movies is because one of the main differences is like you've already mentioned like this movie's only like a little bit over an hour it's like an hour mm. and three minutes those other yeah. two movies are like damn near two hours they're basically two hours like there's like <laughs> yeah. an hour 50 and it's like there's no yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking reason why those movies should be when you watch them you're like and the difference is the filmmaker who made uh bodybuilder is 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 very much aware of like the type of movie he's making yeah, and he's like reveling in it and making it fun, but he made it a fast, fun ride. Exactly. Like, and these other two movies are like, well, we're going to expand it because they they have they're pretentious. Like, yeah. say what you want about a uh, uh, bodybuilder. I'm just going to keep calling it bodybuilder. Yeah, it's way too long. It's <laughs> yeah, way, way too long, long of a fucking title. <laughs> say say what you want about bodybuilder, but but it it's it's not pretentious at all. Like, it's like yeah. it knows what it is and it's effective at what it is. And clearly, uh, the, the director he was inspired by Sam Raimi. Um, mm-hmm. and and it fucking shows. Yeah. Um, in the best ways, because in the best like, way, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He never try. He does do okay. I will say he does do a few like mannerisms of like the Campbellisms. You know, like the oh, looking at the camera. Weird he says groovy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he, <laughs> yeah. And then you know the scene where he finds a shotgun. There's a lot of things that like really mirror it, but it, it does feel like it is its own movie. The whole bodybuilding twist, you know, changes everything. <laughs> hey, we'll get into that. We'll get into yeah. that. <laughs> all right, so, all right. Uh, so for 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 those who don't know, I'm gonna go ahead and do uh the letterbox synopsis. I'll I'll go ahead and read it for for yeah. for listeners. So here it is. Uh, after a surprise phone call interrupts his daily workout, beefy bodybuilder <laughs> Naoto agrees to meet his photojournalist ex-girlfriend to help her research on haunted houses. Accompanied by a professional psychic, 
They visit an abandoned house once owned by NATO's father. But inside the house, a dark secret lingers, and they find themselves trapped and tormented by a relentless ghost with a 30-year grudge. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, that is pretty much the plot. I mean, yeah. I mean, the plot isn't really important about this movie. And, and this, and it's, 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 it, it is basically a setup of you do meet this guy, um, NATO, um, not to be confused with NATO, yeah. the, 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 country, <laughs> the, the terrorist the, organization, the alliance yeah, yeah. of countries who, who yeah. propagate American imperialism. Um, yeah. But uh, <laughs> uh, 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 the imperialist yeah. project, uh, yeah. uh Black helicopters and all that shit that Alex Jones talks about about the <laughs> freedom world. and peace. It does start with 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 NATO working out, um, getting his swole on. Um, yep. But actually, before that, we we were introduced to the same guy playing his. Mm-hmm. We don't understand as his father at first. Right. Right. He's with his side piece. I don't mm-hmm. know if it well. Let's be sure. I'm not sure if it's a side piece. I think it was actually the, me being the schizophrenic. I felt it was a long time relationship. relationship she was right. like, she was yeah, she's like, you're with me forever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah she yeah. was like super clingy. He was like, yeah. not like I'm done. She was like, yeah. no, you're not. Exactly. He was like, yes, I am. Mm-hmm. And then he kills the bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, she, well, that's the thing. He because he, he doesn't want to make his father sound evil. Right. So what he does is that like the, the screenwriter, which is the same guy who made the movie, like she tries to stab him. And then she gets to stab him, but then it just goes in a little bit. And then she take, he takes it out and then he kills her, you know? So yeah, like she yeah, yeah. she, she yeah, makes she, the first move. She instigates the stabbing. Um, Han shot he, first, dude. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he buries her in the floor um, on some telltale heart type shit. Uh, nice. He puts her under the floorboards. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout out to the Evil Dead again, because that's kind of yeah, a little yeah. bit of that. Um, oh, yeah. Then we flash forward and and, and then we meet NATO, um, who is who is working out, you know, because he's he's a he's, he's a bodybuilder. Uh, yeah, he's a bodybuilder. He's a yeah. <laughs> he's a bodybuilder. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, which is another 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 funny aspect because the bodybuilding shit is like I looked at him and I'm like, even even the moments where he's flexing, I'm just looking at him like, okay, you're supposed to be like, do you even lift, bro? Like, for- <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> wait a second. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stand for my natty lifters here. You know what I loved? I I, I have a question to ask later on, and that's gonna be interesting to go into. Like, what do you think the American version of this movie would look like? Because mm-hmm. like I love the fact that the guy was just a evil dead. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but like, let's say okay, in a world where Sam Raimi's busy just making Marvel movies, all right? Like mm-hmm. we have a new just a remake of this Japanese film. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I feel like it would be so easy to put like a super roided out guy, just like a. I don't know if you've seen Ichi the Killer. Probably yeah, have. Of course, you lo- of course. Yeah, because bro, because you love Japanese movies. I'm, I, I knew it. <laughs> I, I just, the killer. I, yeah. So mm. that scene where the guy takes off his shirt and it's actually like a huge bodybuilder. Yeah, that that, that 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 guy that actor is actually yeah. Shinya Sukamoto. Uh, one of my hell favorite, yeah. One of my favorite directors directed Tetsuo, uh, a whole you know which is a cult a cult classic. Right, um, the Iron Man, yeah. A Snake yeah. of June, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. You have a poster yeah. of it, yeah yeah, 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 all that shit. Like so, yeah, that's Shinya Sukamoto. With, right. When he takes off the fucking coat and he's all swole, his head is superimposed on somebody. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, that's fucking one of my favorite. Well, that's what I'm saying. If it was a guy like this, it'd be a little, it'd be more goofy, I think. This this mm-hmm. movie contains its campiness in, in like mm-hmm. a certain, like, not realism, but it's it's a normal movie and then it get, goes kind of goofy, you know? It would yeah. be too weird to have just a huge guy in a tiny car, you know, saying like, mm-hmm. yo, don't smoke, stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? So I like that. I like that it yeah. was like a natty lifter. Yeah. So then we're so after we introduced to like him and, he, and then his girlfriend hit call, calls him on the phone. Yeah. And she's telling him like she's trying to do some sort of research project about haunted ghost house, you know, houses, <laughs> haunted houses and shit. And you're like, Realistic. whatever. Yeah. 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 OK. And then he's like, all right. Well, you know, I, t- I could take you to my father's house because he has a picture that she took 
And in the window, you could see a face, like a big mm-hmm. giant face in the window. Yeah. And she's like, remember that picture? You still have that picture or whatever. So he agrees, you know, I, he, you know, maybe he still wants to like, you know, get with his old, his ex or whatever. He agrees he does, to take yeah. her. And then we're introduced. Like I said, it doesn't waste any time. A movie's only an hour and three minutes. So it's like, mm-hmm. it really moves at a good pace. So immediately we, we, we cut to the, him driving with, with his ex. And then Ooh, yeah. in the back, there's a psychic. Yeah. Like she's the guy she's bringing along to like, you know, cause he can like communicate with ghosts and shit yeah. uh, back to this house. And of course, NATO, he just thinks ghosts aren't real. He's like, you know, whatever. He's like, he even mentions like, I was, I, when the last time you in the house, I was like, I was, I was there the other day. I put my, uh, just some weightlifting equipment. Yeah. In barbells. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Cause I'm gonna turn it into a gym probably. Cause you know, his dad is, gave him that house, you know, nice. when his dad passed away, he gave him his old crib. Yeah. Um, so and she's like they're like you know like you're not worried about being in there it's like haunted and shit and he's like i don't whatever i don't believe in it i don't see ghosts yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't see ghosts and shit right so then they get they get there and of course the psychic guy does his thing right um Mm -hmm. starts to communicate with this with the ghost literally calls it out and then he Mm -hmm. starts seeing the literally he sees the the ghost like hand on on nato's shoulder but nato has he's not aware and then a fucking Mm -hmm. clock falls off hits him on the head knocks him out (laughs) by the way the clock would not knock you out the clock that hits him oh, in the sure. head was yeah. like i'm like okay whatever but we're still you know, rolling with it <laughs> I, well, I i did i did get a little worried for the actor there because later on in the movie not to mm. step ahead but mm. he gets hit in the head with like a big iron pan that mm. seemed like it could knock him out like i was actually worried did he actually like like you know throw a big ass pan on his head i don't know yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm wondering i'm wondering yeah. <laughs> but 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 that's what really kicks it off that he wakes back up and he's at he's in the he's in the car and I mean, they're just kind of waiting for him to, to, yeah. to regain consciousness and they're mm-hmm. outside the house and they're having a discussion and then, but the car won't start. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I guess they wanted to take him to the hospital. And then I think NATO says, well, let's just wait till he wakes up. Cause he's like a magic guy. He, he's got to know how to fix the car, which is, a, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. okay. Hey, oh, Dude, hell yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's like Kevin Gates and he could touch the fucking battery and jump it <laughs> with his hand. Like, Damn. I don't fucking yeah. know. Cause he's magic. Um, right, right, right. So he wakes back up or whatever, um, which leads them to go back into the house. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and that's when it shit really starts to go crazy because uh, at a certain point, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, like he gets possessed by the spirit of the ghost of, of his father's ex lover. Yeah. Right? And uh, one of the cool things is like, there's like she wore a necklace, right? Mm-hmm. So there's like a moment where he's like getting possessed, where like we see the necklace, uh, and it like goes into his mouth, yeah, and yeah, yeah. up his nose or his eye. It's in his, it's his, it's his eye. It's in the later, later eye. on, but I think later, in, in the start, right, it's right, just right. The, the, yeah. And that's another mouth. thing that's cool because like the, the 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 filmmaker he he Fukuzawa is like uh, uh uh doing all of these like very like lo-fi like handmade effects mm-hmm. so there's like this like stop motion effect of the, yeah, of, yeah, yeah of the way that when the necklace is moving and shit which i thought was pretty fucking like cool like yeah. yeah yeah it was kind of cool and shit um which is kept... by the way this is where i said because i i being the artist i am i literally mm-hmm. believed your freaking uh uh 200 figure i'm like this guy's wrong there's no way it's 200 bucks <laughs> they got the paint they got the freaking stop motion yeah mm-hmm. But it is it is low budget, but definitely not too hard. Yeah, it took him wanna... mad. I mean, I looked into it a little bit after I watched it, and it took him like mm-hmm. seven years to get this movie out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, he had to stop. And again, they shot this on like eight millimeter, like um, which is another thing why it it kind of adds to that look. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like yeah, has a nice like real like shitty look. I mean, I say but... nice and shitty, but like in a good way. Like <laughs> yeah, there's like yeah, a weird yeah, yeah. kind of like I always call it like a. a 
there's there's always a space that you can operate. It's like a it's like a it's like just right. Like it's like the True. fucking uh what's what's the what's the term i usually use like sweet spot sweet spot yeah that's a good yeah. way yeah it's like a sweet spot where it's like mm-hmm. like and it, it like exists on that level where it's like it looks shitty but like in a good way like it's like a shitty good not like not a, not a negative shitty but i will <laughs> I, I will say that like old cameras have that spot but newer like digital i no. never there's never a good spot for digital like the, yeah. the other movie not to jump into it right away but like it looked good right but mm. definitely you can see that there's this is not a professional mm. huge production because digital doesn't look good overall. Mm. You need effort to make it mm. look good, I think. Yeah, for sure. And, and there's something about film itself. It's the grain, the texture. It just even mm. when it's, even when it looks bad, it looks yeah. good. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. So it definitely had that that going for it. Um, and it's just a watch. It's very watchable. Like the performances aren't bad. Um, yeah. And even the main the, the director who stars as the main character, Nato. Yeah. Uh, he's doing his best, like Bruce Campbell sort of interpretation. True, but um, it doesn't. It never goes like ridiculously, but, right? Right? You know, right, copying, right? So. Right? It's like it's it's not. It's like a. It's like a. It's re- it's almost like a respectful. Uh, yeah. Homage, you know exactly. what I mean? Like yeah, to, to, yeah, to, to, yeah. to sort of like Bruce Campbell and Raimi and shit. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah. So when the psychic gets possessed by the ghost, then then it goes full. At that point, it goes full Evil Dead. He yeah. like hops up. And now he's got the cool like he looks like he looks like, again, uh, a ghost from like one of the J horror movies, you know, like mm-hmm. the grudge or Juwan and all that shit. Like he's got the right. pale face paint. Oh, you yeah. know what I'm saying? With the like and, it, it, and he's fucking going insane. And the streak of blood from the mouth. Yeah, streak of the blood classic. from the mouth. Right. Right. And, and, and he's attacking them both. Right. And they're like, <laughs> holy shit. And what ends up happening is like, uh, well, he he gets hacked to pieces, but like there's a moment where they like trap him, right? Mm-hmm. They like trap him behind a door yeah. and the father's face appears on a television screen from the afterlife. Yeah, that's cool. He's like communicating with his son, right? Which yeah, again, yeah. is kind of a clever way they do this. Mm-hmm. And also this is clever because it's like, he looks exactly like his father because he's playing, yeah. he played his father. So it's another reason why the ghost is immediately like, I, you're mine. Like you're, you know, you're all mine. She's already yeah. jealous. And, it, and the father explains to him, like, you know, it doesn't even matter if she knows at this point because she wants, she's so like, unrestful and insane like her uh, even even in even in the afterlife like yeah. this this she's a crazy bitch that won't let <laughs> let it go so she's gonna yeah. want to fuck you fucking torture you because they can't escape the crib because mm-hmm. they've got it she's like locked all the doors but the father explains like she's using the psychic's body as yeah. powers she's not strong enough to keep you there so but through him yeah. she's able to and you have to like hack him and hack him up and you, yeah, the exactly, weapon that exactly. you need to defeat him is in the basement right mm-hmm. And then, yeah. but then he's like, I, she's like, oh, I can't, I can't stay any longer. She's like pushing me out, and he disappears, right? Right. Um. Um. Yeah. One thing you... about, go ahead, go sorry, ahead. one thing about the father, dude. Have you noticed, uh, the main character's front tooth was it chipped? Because the reason I say this is because the father had a chipped front tooth. So if he put in the detail that the only distinctive Ooh. quality between the father and the son is the chipped tooth, that's brilliant. That's actually I know that's I actually to... Scorsese uh, <laughs> continuity type deal. Yeah, that's a nice touch if that's the case. Because I, I might have to go back and check now. Um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm not quite certain if that's true. If he did have like a chipped tooth, because the dad was... did for sure. But I don't know. Yeah, if the yeah, son yeah, did. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite certain if 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 that was. Like he had one and he just left it, or if yeah, like or he, he didn't, it. he never smiled in the movie. So maybe, or he, maybe. When he did, like he had his lip over it. Yeah, I don't know. We'll mm, see. That's interesting. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, listeners, so, step in. You know, check it out. <laughs> yeah. So, so what? What I what one of the one of the cool things about this movie is is how balls out it goes. 
yeah. when it comes to like insanity, like, cause you think like, this is a person that's operating on a fucking basically non-existent budget. Dude, let's say 200 bucks. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> and like the, the, where it goes with the gore and like, yeah. just the, like the, the handmade gore that the splat, it just goes. he's doing all sorts of creative shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? So like he, at one point he hacks, he hacks uh, hacks the character up into a billion pieces or a million pieces. Or yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. And then like you got the obvious fake limbs, but then like like there's a moment where like the character like the head and the hand are attached and it's like the heads running. Yeah, that, that was really cool. Yeah, yeah so that was at one cool. point like yeah, because essentially what it, what happens is exactly like in the Evil Dead. Actually, now mm-hmm. that I think about it, mm-hmm. at first it's people kind of dressed up, you know, like with mm-hmm. with uh, makeup and such, mm-hmm. and then afterwards, the more they get dismembered, the more it becomes like this amalgamation of stop motion clay, like pulp, you know, like mm-hmm. literally just like human mm-hmm. flesh. So at that point, yeah, when it becomes just the guy's head and a hand it looks like a lego character you know when yeah, you have yeah, a lego yeah, character yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. yeah so it's really great and then he grab he grabs her and the hand obviously is a fake but then the way it's shot it cuts off at the head so it's mm-hmm. the actual actor's head yeah all these creative like like hacks to like mm-hmm. camera trickeries and shit which is yeah. again that's a that's that was prominent in the evil dead movies you know that like, sam yeah, raimi yeah. was doing all kinds of tricks right but these are a lot more lo-fi because mm-hmm. he was operating with less of a budget than raimi um and also uh, just one thing, I think it's very smart that he didn't do too much exposition because if because the action was amazing because it was really bad. It was essentially for me, it was like a short film. It was like a longer short film. But if you had drawn out with more backstory and more just like actors being just like, yeah, so what do you want to do after we leave this? I don't know. I kind of want to get a job and start a family, you know, stuff like that that you actually get in low budget movies. I like like Skidmarink and Outwaters, which is basically, <laughs> which is basically 50 seen... minutes of both of those movies. <laughs> I haven't seen the second one, but Skidmarink, yeah, yeah. I, again, I appreciate all forms of like low-budget filmmaking. I love that. But I, you, you have to respect my time at the same time. So I like that. Yeah. You know? I like the, the, the mm. you know, it's concise. Yeah, and it's it, and it's another thing is like, uh, uh, and I, I, part of my review was like, and I saw that you watched Haosu. Because right? of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, so. Like I said, it's like Hausu meets Evil Dead, and the fact that right. like the effects are like so like Hausu has these funny ass effects. Like, oh, yeah. like the part of the, the one of the charms of that movie is like how goofy the effects are. Yeah, but like you know, it's it's a movie made at a certain in a certain time too, where it's like it's like oh like they were doing all these effects. These weren't even digital. Like these were all yeah. like you know like non digital effects. These are all analog shit. They were doing like you know. And shit like camera optical shit and just different blue screen shit all kind of shit so and it's like silly and like like really goofy and it's like that's kind of like the perfect you know and it's also a japanese movie True. so it definitely had that sort of like haosu sort of quality at moments with some of these effects combined with the like over the top splatter cartoonish evil dead kind of like gore and i'm like just to just to realize like this one guy pulled this off like just yeah. one guy you know what i'm saying like there's just so many moments where you're like oh shit like there's a moment where he's before he chops him up right where he stabs him in the back of the head with a knife oh yeah i forgot comes about through that. his head it pokes his eye out then he pulls it out the eye comes back and he turns yeah, around and yeah, now he's yeah. got both his eyes I was, it's just that like one of those so moments cool. where you're like yo like the in like it, it was so like uh in, the ingenuity right the mm-hmm. ingenuity that I, like this guy was just sitting down and thinking this out like hell how can i you know it's a cool way to do <laughs> yeah. this right he took right. so much more time and care than like movies with way more like way more like we'll watch a movie now and you'll be like that effect was stupid like it took five seconds mm-hmm. to shoot it here's a guy that like doesn't have any of the resources but he is still like thinking like on the lines of like okay how do i make this cool like how yeah. do how do i sell this 
which really differentiates it from a lot of like other lower budget movies. Like, What's, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, it's funny that you compared it to a uh, house suit because for me it was very reminiscent of a, a movie that came out the same year as mm-hmm. House Suit, which is uh, Eraserhead. I feel like mm-hmm. there's a lot of the, it wasn't the same vibe at all, but just the fact yeah. that it's a guy who has a passion. Pro- David Lynch could have very right. easily not made a movie at all after that, so he put mm-hmm. everything in one basket, right? So it's the same way. I feel like the guy I, I've, I haven't seen his full uh, filmography, but I don't think he really made it big. The creator, no, no, of, no, no, uh, no, he just did shorts. This is his only feature. Like right, he's so a, he's an actor. I know that mm-hmm. he's acted in other movies and stuff, but like this is his mm-hmm. one like project, you know. And it, and, and he it went got, balls to the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah. went balls to the wall, and at some point it got uh, noticed, and then like got the it got the uh, I think it's uh what's the name of the company that what is it um that we watched? I'm not it's, sure. It's fish, vicious vicious visions or some shit like that. I believe. Oh yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, uh, something, something to that effect. Um, um, that. But I know out- that it was released way later. That's true. That like not wide, mm. but like widely released. The the fact that we have it on Tubi is because of uh, like a two thousand nine or two thousand twelve, something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like one of those movies that like resurfaced and sort of got that sort of uh cult sort of uh, awareness. Samurai cop treatment. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you know, even even um, like I noticed it's got the nice like I think it's like a Blu-ray, right? The Blu-ray that they put out. All right, they're they're going overkill. I mean, yeah, I love yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. It was a good movie, but I wouldn't buy the Kino Kino Lorber. I mean, fucking... I don't think it's. I think it's it's, it's the company that like you when you watch Tubi and it opens mm-hmm. with that. It's there. It's that company. They put out movies right. like this. It's like Criterion with the booklet and okay, like. I mean, they got they they got cool collectible shit. I think they had like commentaries and you know interesting like extras and shit. Um, I'm mm-hmm. I'm definitely an extra guy, so I nice. definitely I would definitely would like probably cop this. But then I looked at the commentary and I saw it was like Adam Green and like. Uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, fucking Joe Lynch. Shout out to Joe Lynch, but like Adam Green is yeah. like cr- pretty annoying to me. Like I, like I can't listen to their podcast because of, because of him, not because of Joe Lynch. It's just because of him. Mm-hmm. And I know he's like made like the Hatchet movies and and all that shit. But I, I was like, I saw that. I was like, I won't listen to that commentary. Uh, but <laughs> it's I, out I, of principle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's out of principle. I just won't. But 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 you know whatever. Um, sh- yeah. shout out to uh, Joe Lynch. Anyways, <laughs> uh, 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 I personally, like, after this personal attack, I think Joe Lynch is a very very cool guy, and Adam Green also deserved to live. No, look, uh, Joe I don't Lynch agree is like, with your I know, statements like Joe, that they have to be killed know, like, at their I homes. Have mutual, you know? I have a mutual friend, like nice. in, with Joe Lynch, in terms of a, a, my, one of my previous guests, Adam Simon. Um, nice. I know him and Joe are are cool and shit. And like I said, yeah. I don't really even know. I don't know Adam Green. I just again, this is just me personally. Like, I can't listen to the podcast be- because I've tried to listen to it, and mm-hmm. Adam is I can't. So you know what I'm yeah, saying his, because of him. Like you know how someone his like, dumb monop- Weasley voice you're saying. Yeah, his I get voice it. and he monopolizes the the mic and stuff. And it's just and, then yeah. he, and his points are kind of like and I'm like eh, you know whatever. And I'm not gotcha. whatever. Like I don't know him, so I just not it's not like a personal thing. But I don't know yeah. I know they're friends, so whatever. Who cares? But like um. Yeah, they made this so so it's one of those movies that like has gotten this sort of like awareness cult sort of following and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh and it's where it's 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 again it's one of those movies that I, I just feel like it's it rewards you. Like, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't like fucking it, it, it the promise of it being what the title is, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> yeah. it, it is that, right? Like, <laughs> Absolutely, as, yeah. And as it gets further into the movie and we, we can get a little bit further along, like it's it, it at a certain point when when they realize like oh shit none of this is working mm-hmm. uh like they're trying to we hacked it we hacked it up there was a shotgun in the basement um we shoot it we we, we hacked this guy in a piece so we shot it with a shotgun now another thing is um the whole time i'm thinking and i don't know if you're thinking this correct tell me if you thought this right i'm listening so yeah. so he, they're trapped in the house right 
The girl's freaking out. It keeps attacking him. He has to save the girl. It, like chokes her. She's unconscious. It's mm-hmm. chopped into pieces. It's still not stopping. This fucking ghost of this jilted lover of his father is just like hell bent on like trapping them there, keeping him forever, killing them, whatever. Right. And you're like, shit. The whole time I'm like, you have a shotgun. Shoot the door. <laughs> the door. <laughs> or, you know, yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah, yeah, one, yeah, yeah. one thing where I'm like, why doesn't he just like open fire on the door and get the fuck right. out of there? They never, you know, but whatever. It's all good because well, it's such a that's, fun, fun thing that you don't really care. But that yeah. actually might be the number one link between this movie and the Evil Ooh. Dead. Is the Evil Dead the number one thing? How does it spread? How does one get possessed? They have theories that's like it's through wood. You know, when someone gets hit with the, it's like there's it, there's no logic to it. The thing is, it's fun. You know, if they could well, go out see, and we do see yeah. like well, how, he does attempt. So like she gets bit by the head. Remember when True. it's just a head and it bites oh, her in the yeah. neck? So yeah, yeah, through yeah. the bite, it infects her and is able to. And then also, then the necklace comes out and goes yeah. in her again. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because it's a yeah. cool necklace. So it's like, that's how it affects. And even True. toward the end, like when it's basically two. So what happens is the head guy is like out of there. They chop the, they chop the psychic guy up. He's out mm-hmm. of there. But the girls comes and then and then from the basement out burst this fucking deformed monstrosity <laughs> yeah. that is. Like the, her face looks like it's mil- it looks like a melted fucking sloth from the Goonies with a, the Goonies. Like, I was gonna say in yeah, a yeah. fucking and dra- drag. Like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's trans sloth with a melted like face got melted. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like it's it's crazy. It's crazy looking, right? Because it's like so so so. uh Yeah, at that moment, I'm like, oh shit! Like they really like you know what I'm saying? Like I because I thought at a certain point I was like. Okay, he's probably like done. We probably no, no. They keep he keeps, it, it keeps upping going. the ante. Every, yeah, he keeps, keeps going. He's like, no, 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 it's not over yet. We're gonna keep. Yeah. Every time you think that this movie is like showing you all it's gonna show you, it it goes, it goes there, right? So so yeah. at, the, at a certain point, right? He stabs the monster ghost lady with a with fucking, a barbell. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, so so he figures out like cuz he's like I'm fucked. I can't get out. He's like, "Wait a minute. My dad told me the weapon that I need to defeat it is in the basement." <laughs> and he thinks and he, he envisions to himself. He we see the weight lifting equipment. He's like, "That's yeah. what I got to." So he goes muscles. in the basement, grabs he's like, "It's not this shotgun. Fuck this shotgun." And he comes back upstairs with a fucking barbells, a barbell, <laughs> a fu- fucking weights. He's like, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. like he hits he hits the fucker with a weight. Like he just throws it like a frisbee, like straight. True. <laughs> it's fucking amazing, right? Right. And also, yeah. he's like he flexes his muscles and his shirt rips, like yeah. you know what I'm saying, like on some like <laughs> Hulkamania <laughs> shit, right? Like just Lou Ferrigno, like, yeah, yeah. Fucking Ferrigno turning into the Hulk, like. But meanwhile, like he he rips through it with like basically like he's just okay, like I, I muscles, dude, you know I just he looks great. He looks very good. He's like Stop he's got it, like a, he looks- he's, he's like kind of like a Bruce Lee-ish physique a little bit like Mishima not you know, yeah 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 it's very yeah. lean muscle it's a very lean mm-hmm. muscle you know what I mean so he's like lean sure. muscle like you said straight natty he's natty rips yeah. through it's like he comes upstairs <laughs> fucking ready to go like I'm like mm-hmm. let's go let's fucking go so oh, yeah. like he starts fucking him up with the weights you know what I'm saying <laughs> then he stabs the fucking monster through the mouth and impales it on the wall with the fucking yeah. weightlifting pole and then there's this moment where you like watch as like the fucking like the pole is like she's like grabbing it one hand after another at the front oh. of the fucking and like pulling its head 
all the way down the, the length of the fucking weightlifting pole. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm yeah. like, holy shit. Like, I'm like, this motherfucker's really doing this right now. Yeah. Like, what yeah. did you think when you saw that boy? Because I was like, I was like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. I'm saying like, it's it's gratuitous, but it's fun in that. It's the excess. You know, you're like, yes, I want more. And But the thing that frustrates me, I love a good dead evil guy. Not mm-hmm. evil dead guy, just a guy that's dead. Because now there's no way to kill him. At the end, when they like win, supposedly, mm-hmm. you don't know. Right. This could be right. an easy sequel. Like, oh no, but the bracelet because they left the 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 keychain or like not the keychain, yeah. but the the, 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 necklace, the, yeah, the, the necklace, exactly the jewelry right there. Well, who knows? Maybe someone comes in. It's like, oh, I want to buy this house. Gets the bracelet on, starts over again. I don't like that part. I didn't like the the non finality of it. You know, kind of yeah. left me hanging. But, but also. The, but yeah. but here's the lot like getting back to the logic of how it spreads like the way that he gets he saves his ex girlfriend is he bites where she, her on the neck and sucks out like yeah he starts like basically dipping, like it's like snake venom or some shit sucks out her poison and spits the shit out you know and then she's yeah, it's like, like oh, Copenhagen <laughs> yeah it's Copenhagen long cut dude he's like <laughs> and then spits it out dude in the spittoon right on the floor that's the 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 ideal southern man right there dude yeah he's, he's a true a true fucking uh, he's the southern fuck, dipper fuck andrew tate he's the top g you know what i'm saying dude 100 i will say though this movie is uh, it was fun and all but it did feel a little bit like too much of a power fantasy type deal like he was like yes yeah, so i'm the handsome guy and like we go there with the hot chick and then we just like beat her up and my dad he killed a woman but that was all right because she was actually crazy and a bitch dude and like we go you know what i'm saying so this, <laughs> it's, this definitely, of- <laughs> it's definitely like it's like it's definitely some bro it's like real bro like it's like a bro <laughs> yeah. a japanese yeah. bro like <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that's a really good fa- a big fan of like sam raimi <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> True, true. But which which contrasts with the other film? The other film was very like more like House, I think the mm-hmm. the the short film. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. way more from a like the apo- like opposing perspective. I don't want to jump in, so you you leave no, the no, conversation. No, that's a good, that's a good segue. That's a good segue because because again, like I feel like uh, bloody uh, muscle bodybuilder in hell has while it's it is an obscure movie. It does have a, a, a people are aware of it. It does have like a cult presence. Um, this mm-hmm. other one is like pretty fucking unknown. Mm-hmm. Um, which again, I, I really like one of the, one of the things I like to do about with this podcast is talk about like movies that like no one is fucking seen. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah, the hipster like, dream, this, dude. I, I know it. I know. Yeah, it. yeah. Yeah. So like, like, uh, uh, this movie, uh, pr- uh, pre-cut girl is literally, there's like 10 reviews on letterbox. I'm one of them. It's only had 36 <laughs> people have watched it. It's, 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 it's 20 minutes. Um, and I'll go ahead and read uh, uh, the synopsis from yes, Letterboxd. So Pre-Cut Girl, it's 2009, directed by uh, Eric uh, Dickian. A young Japanese girl discovers that she cannot die. From then, she will explore the moment of death by killing herself repeatedly. Okay, so this that is exactly what this movie is. It's 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, it is in Japanese because our main character is a Japanese woman. Um there's so many things I, I I thought about this movie. I re, it really like I was really like wow. I was like kind of like I don't know like I love this kind of movie. I don't know what that says about my psyche. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> but, that, that, uh, this is, is very, no judgment zone. Yeah, 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 sure. yeah, yeah. But 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 like it is a very interesting movie for a lot of reasons. Like all for one, this the the, the filmmaker um, Eric Dickian, right? Um, he has only made short short films. Like he mm-hmm. has four films uh by his under his name like when you look it up he's the director of four short films mm-hmm. and um 
Apparently he teaches editing at a French film school. Um, okay. Yeah. And, and this is all I know about him. Like, this is literally like, like there's not a lot out there. He has a YouTube page, um, you know, where, where you can watch this short. Um, and yeah, like I came across, I can't even remember how I came across it just the way I always come across movies, but I was like, yeah, exactly. It's this a looks sort of like a nebulous. Yeah. 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 I just came into my, came onto my, it, I caught it in my net and I said, what yeah. is this? And it just, I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. We got to talk about this movie too. But is, so, is the guy, is the guy, the guy who plays the guy? No, 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 it's not him. Sentence. No, that's not, it's not him. him. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, so, yeah. so just to let people know, like we're introduced to our main character. Uh, she, she is a Japanese woman. Um, and now, now her name is Nami which is very interesting, right? Uh, there is a weird kind of, uh, there's a director, uh, I believe by the goes by the name of uh, Sogo Ishii. And I did, I did an episode about his movie, uh, Gonin, right? Um, and one of the interesting things about, uh, or not, not Sogo, I'm, 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 I'm conflating Sogo Ishii with Takashi Ishii. My rookie bad. mistake, of course. Yeah, rookie mistake. So Takashi Ishii made this movie Gonin, right? And Takashi mm. Ishii's made a whole bunch of movies one of the first movies I actually saw of him, his was called A Night in Nude, which to me is like a fucking masterpiece movie, right? And then I went yeah. and I started to watch all of his other movies. Now, the interesting thing about him is like he started making these like um, softcore Japanese pink movies. He had a background mm. making those movies and like, um, but he was like a really, like he he was, a, he's a, like a really talented filmmaker though. Like is one of the things that you, you come to see is when you watch his movies, like, oh, this guy can like, know, he knows how to like shoot a camera. And, like he knows where, where to place a camera. He knows yeah. how to fucking shoot a movie, right? So these movies become like they they're almost like super impressive just for the fact that like you're expecting it to be like a piece of shit when it's like yeah. it's on par with something that's like, you know, like holy shit, like this dude is making like cinema, right? Right. Um, but the thing about Takashi Ishii is like in all of his movies, there's a there's a as a female character named Nami, right? Like mm -hmm. in every one of his movies, you'll see like he's as this it's reoccurring, like he just names a, a woman character, main character Nami. And that's so one of the things that immediately popped up when I see is like this main this Japanese woman in pre-cut girl is named Nami. Um, and I'm not quite sure if uh, the filmmaker, because this guy's not Japanese, like, right. But I'm not sure if he if he and again, there's there is there is a little bit more from my understanding. Um, there is a little bit of like history about like a, 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 in Japanese, like story it's stories like about a woman named Nami. And like interesting because you yeah. you say like a few because uh, i have no i that's no what i'm idea saying like this. i so i mean it's like I, i'm literally spitballing here but i'm, yeah, I'm right. when i first watched uh uh, uh takashi ishii i looked into this whole thing about why is he naming these women nami and mm -hmm. i believe i read something to the effect of like there's some sort of like myth that he's referring to it's like a japanese mm. related myth about a woman named nami now i could be wrong but i'm pretty sure that's what that's where the origin is no, um, so enough, i'm, I'm yeah. not quite 100 certain like that this filmmaker is referencing that or is aware of that but i just found that very interesting that like the main character in this movie is a japanese woman named nami right um but yeah we're real, introduced go ahead go sorry ahead. real quick like what do you think of those uh, what do you think of like character names it's actually very interesting like, i'm sure you've written you've written your own stuff right yeah, i mean it's yeah. like it's it's always interesting like how do you choose a name of a character because you can choose a name that's common right because that's more yeah. realistic and mm -hmm. but then you see movies like for uh, speaking of uncut dude pre-cut mm -hmm. uncut uncut gems mm -hmm. howard ratner 
Ratner as a last name is such a beautiful, just like I mean, it's it's amazing, right? So just, do you think that's worth it? I thought like, that was choose... I thought that was a uh, uh, anti-Semitic that they named him Ratner. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I mean, I know the Safties are Jewish, so they can get away with it. But but uh, well, because, uh, and by the way, they browse 4chan. Do you know this? They're, of course, they're, they're, of course they do. Yeah. Of course they Dude, do. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, but no, just I'm just saying. So like, what do you what do you think about that? Because it's really like a dilemma. Do you choose realistic names or like really I mean, common you know, names? I'm, or I'm, I'm, I'm all, I love a good name. Um, I, I definitely do. Like for me, it's weird because like when I choose names for the stuff when when I write, like mm-hmm. I it's all it's all about like how it sounds. You know what I'm saying? Like gotcha. Like it's like Tarantino's really good at names too. Like uh, like like there's a character Scagnetti. Like, you know, like if you if you remember, like Scagnetti is a character referenced in like multiple films, like True mm-hmm. Romance, even movies he didn't direct, you know, like True Romance. Or, oh, he wrote it. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. He, but movies he didn't direct. Like there's the Scagnetti. Scagnetti. It's like just a name that like True. you envision a guy named Scagnetti. Last name is Scagnetti. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like True. so, 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 so uh, when it comes to like how when I write and make stuff, um, I'm always looking for a name that like evokes a character like like mm-hmm. the best kind of names are it's like you don't even see the fucking person but you say yeah. the name and it already envisions like something in your mind like the type of yeah the type of person it sure. is even before you've even seen it you're like oh, i know what this motherfucker looks like that you know what i'm saying <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah so the, yeah that, 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 that i'm always paying attention like names are interesting because like yeah it's like i hate I, one of the things i hate is when it's like you re, you you read something or like you watch a movie and the character's name is like tom you know, yeah. you're like, what the well, fuck? Tom or Chris. Like, or- <laughs> yeah, like, it's like, oh, okay, I get it. Those are like common names, but it's like so fucking boring. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's almost like a sign that like, you're just kind of like dealing with like a writer who's pretty much like a generic hack. Like, they're not even like, yeah. like, you know, they're not even like trying to like, his name is Chris. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm like, but like, the, oh. the opposite's way worse, I think, when it's just like, I don't know, it's, uh, ah, shit. What I, I, well, I just said Ratner, so kind of, I, I sound like a hack myself, but like, whatever, just there's a guy who's a prospector, and it's just like, oh, it's uh, Shiny Goldman. Shiny mm. Goldman's right here. It's like, come on, man. You, you there, there, are names, there are names yeah. that are like bad because they're really on the nose, for sure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Where they're like, you're like, yeah, yeah like fucking... the worst, the worst. Could you think of one? Because the worst I can think of is uh, Morris Lesmore. I, I wanted to kill myself <laughs> when I saw that because it's like um, it's, a, it's a short, it's an animated film that's about that we had to watch in school, by the way. That's the only reason why I watch animated. I don't like animated movies. I'm so sorry if you do. But like, I like, let me, let me preface that. I yes. don't like animated movies, but I love anime, which oh, is that's anime. different. That's different. Yeah, that's yeah. different, right? There's For a sure. distinction, right? Where it's like, where it's like, I typically don't like animated films, but like, like anime, Pixar, I'm like, yeah. I'm into the, I like, you know what I mean? Like, there's something, mm-hmm. that, I mean, it's, I'm, I'm a Cura pill, pilled, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, I'm a Cura yeah, like, the moment I saw Akira, I was like, oh, whatever this shit is, like, I'm a watch. It's the ending this of Babylon. Of you, you saw Akira and you're just like, oh. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, but, uh, I feel you. But, yeah. <laughs> just no, so, so that movie, just, I don't want to get into that tangent, but it's just a really short film about like how, you know, people are just too, whatever, too caught up in the daily rat race. And you have to, you know, and the character's name is Morris, less more, like more is less. I, I really, that's I don't know, rubs me the wrong too, way, dude. And they're like, that's too cute. Like, you know, it's yeah. like too clever, like, yeah. but it's not. Like, you know, yeah, exactly. it's like somebody trying to be clever. Yeah. And, this, and then it clever. has the opposite effect where you're like, uh-huh. no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. movies like there. You know, there are some movies where I'm just like, what the fuck is it? I'm trying to think of like uh, movies like that, because there's quite a few. Like there's sure. a lot like some movies that I watch where I'm just like, yo, this. Why is this character named this? Like, this is the stupidest <laughs> like fucking shit. Like, um, yeah. I'm but I know, man. 
I, I know the feeling though. Like someone asks you, like, oh, so what movies do you like? I'm like, oh shit, fuck the casino, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Blank out. No worries. So, so this character on a pre-cut girl, this woman named Nami, right? One of the things that, like, when you're first introduced to her, you see her. She's in the subway. She's got them fucking mask on. Yeah, the uh, rule. <laughs> this movie's made. This movie's made in 2009. So, like, yeah, I know, dude. Of course. So, so, so it's pre-COVID because, like, Japanese people always wear masks. You know, they were they were ahead of the game, right? Absolutely, <laughs> like absolutely. Mask so she's in the subway with a fucking with a mask on, like she's going through the fucking pandemic, but she's not. Mm-hmm. And she fucking jumps in front of a fucking subway, yeah, like a, a fucking subway car. And then you're like, whoa, what the fuck? And then immediately it cuts to her in a fucking plastic, a transparent, like, yeah. trash bag. Uh-huh. She's, like, breathing. Oh, she rips yeah. it open. And she's, <laughs> yeah. like, in the fucking middle of a fucking field on mm-hmm. top of, like, it looks like fucking, like, plastic tubing. Like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, just beneath. Yeah, it's like Stalker. It's it's really yeah, it's, just, like, it's completely desolate. like Stalker or Tetsuo, even. Like, we were talking about yeah. fucking Shinya Sukumoto, right? So that you really, you quickly, she quickly get the, the, the sort of, like, exposition of, like, oh, like, I can't die. Like every mm-hmm. time I get every time I die, I come back this same way over and over again. And she talks about like wanting to experience this moment. Like for her, it's like you get the sense of like this moment is like her, like the only way he, she can like get off almost yeah. like like she's like trying to like orgasm or some shit. You know what I'm Which like, leads to the end, by yeah, the way. I'm not yeah, going to yeah, spoil yeah. the end right away, yeah, but that yeah, yeah, ending yeah. of what happens to the guy. This is literally how she knows that yeah. he's. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so it's one of those things where you're like, is this like a, a sexual nature? And you quickly discover, like, yeah, it is kind of like, yeah. right, dead on. Like, because, yeah. like, she keeps referring to this idea of, like, when she dies, like, she knows she's going to come back, but she wants to die a certain way so that she can, like, feel that moment of, like, transitioning to, like, the void, like, mm-hmm. whatever's the afterlife. But she can't quite, because if she dies too fast or if she doesn't, like, she can't, right, experience it, right? So mm-hmm. she's, like, killing herself. So then immediately she meets a, a a guy. We see her meet this guy and like I'm assuming he's French. I'm not yeah. sure. I mean, well, he does is, he, he speaks French really well. So I think Yeah, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. And his name is Max, right? So 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 and those are the only two characters in the movie. It's just it's it's Nami and Max. So mm-hmm. she so he goes out on a date with her and he thinks like, "Oh yeah, you know, like this is a regular date." And she takes him back to the crib, right? <laughs> takes him back home and immediately she's stripping. And he's yeah, like, yeah. he's like, let's go, but to give some ass, right? But yeah. that's not exactly what happens for uh-uh. Max. Max is immediately like, she comes up to him with a knife, like stab yeah. me. And you're like, oh shit. This is like a tender day from hell. You're like, yeah. oh shit. Like I'm out, bitch. I'm gone. That's <laughs> what you call struggles flag, with him, right? Yeah. She struggles yeah. with him back and forth and immediately like, basically stabs herself with his hand. Mm-hmm. So he's like, oh shit. She falls yeah. to the floor dead. And he's like, I got to get out of here. This bitch is. This bitch is dead. I didn't yeah. do this. I'm out, bitch. <laughs> I saw bloody <laughs> muscle bodybuilder. I know how this ends. Yeah, I have yeah, to go. Yeah, so he gets the fuck out of there, right? And then next time you know, she sees him in public because mm-hmm. she comes back again. She comes back again in the field, burst out of the bag, almost like being reborn, like a like a True. like a fucking fetus, like chewing his way out of the placenta or something. I shit. did like that. That was a cool yeah, visual. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So she, she's back and she sees him again, and she's like, and he's like, oh shit, you're alive. And then she talks to him and she explains to him like her situation where she's like, mm-hmm. no, 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 I can't like, I come back, I die. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So they go, so the relationship continues and they go back and he's like, takes her back to the crib again. And again, <laughs> she's like, they're stripping her clothes off or getting hot and heavy. And she's like telling him like, okay, you gotta stab me. Yeah. And he's like, you know, he don't want to stab her. He's like, what the yeah. fuck? You know what I'm saying? but again, that the whole, like the, the idea of like penetration, like in sex, mm-hmm. and, like stabbing and like her trying, wanting the moment. It's all like, 
very on the very on the like on the surface, but like also sort of like a, a clear like a metaphor or allegory for like yeah. sex. You know what I mean? And I'm it saying? sticks to it. You know, it doesn't yeah, go yeah. over that. I like that too. It's like yeah, you might say that it's a short mm. film. It doesn't go. It's not a full movie. There's not full like character development necessarily. But like the the what it wants to address, it addresses right away. It's not a thing that just says, yeah. but oh, we'll talk about this. This it really is uh, uh, an allegory or metaphor, as you said, for uh, a desire, you know, in in that, yeah. that sexual realm. Yeah. So 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 what happens is kind of like there's a series of like moments where we see them as a couple and like how they're having problems because she wants him to kill her and then yeah. he doesn't want to kill her and he's having issues. So then like he succumbs to like the moment and stabs her reluctantly, but stabs her repeatedly over and over again. Mm-hmm. Right. He's like, ah, again, sexual penetration, just stabbing her over and over. Again. Right. And she, yeah. she comes back like it was too. He killed me too fast. Like I couldn't I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't get that moment. You know, yeah. I couldn't get that yeah. moment. Like, you know what I mean? And so she comes back again and they have a fight. You know what I'm saying? And he's like, I'm done with this. Like, I don't want to fucking do this. But of course, he right. comes back. She talks him back into it. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and then there's a moment where it's his birthday. She's already like kind of like this has been a series of like him trying to like get back with her and stabbing trying to stab her the right way and like yeah. you know what i mean like come on monica monica yeah. chandler type deal. <laughs> yeah yeah so it is, it's very interesting because the way the what happens is sort of kind of like we see like them in the middle of sex she's on top of him but she's cut him like he's mm-hmm. bleeding and she's like choking him because she wants to see if he can get there because she can't get there so right. she's like did you see it and he's like i saw nothing like you know what I'm saying? he's like <laughs> i'm gonna choke and i saw nothing yeah. um and she so she continues to choke him again while she's on top of him and and uh, in the middle of sex and then then basically she kills him right yeah. and, and she says and like you said you mentioned we already talked we already mentioned yeah. this top like she says like I knew he was dead because he, he coomed yeah he busted he busted he busted <laughs> me yeah <laughs> you know what I'm saying like yeah. it's like oh shit like uh and you're like yeah what the fuck like you know um and then you and then you find out like she cuts the body up right mm-hmm. which is another thing like this movie like doesn't spare any sort of like it's go it's bloody it's gory you know what i mean like it doesn't it's it's interesting because it's a good sort of like uh kind of like quick double feature because these movies are so mm-hmm. short it's True. like you got one that's an hour and three minutes and this one's 20 minutes so like put mm-hmm. them together it's like one movie yeah and they're like quick you know what i mean and they're both but sort of like relate they relate in their own ways they're parallels really yeah, they're like like this, dismemberment movies. in that second one it's like it's it's almost like you know armor like fargo style right she she killed mm-hmm. someone she has to do it in that other movie dismemberment is like oh yeah whatever we'll do it's fine it, it's more like comic book versus actual you know gritty. right right yeah and yeah. It's, it's, it's 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 interesting to like sort of like juxtapose them against each other where you're like also just how uh one you like one looks at like like you said dismemberment and like the approach that they have towards like depicting like gore it's like totally different it's a totally different exactly. approach like one yeah. is like like you said like sort of over the top fun cartoon and then this one is more like no it's serious it's like you feel sort of like there's restraint even even in the moments where they do show you shit like it's not like i'm gonna try to show you the most fucked up shit but at the right. same time it's like yeah this is a fucked up movie though <laughs> like you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah. like it is one of those like where you're just like yeah uh what <laughs> it, it actually i will argue it makes it worse like not worse as in quality wise but worse as in the impact because 
when you're completely dissociated through the comic book sort of exaggeration, you're fine with it. Like Mortal Kombat doesn't actually scar anybody except women in the nineties, you know, like all like considered women in the nineties. Mothers, like, mothers from the nineties, yeah. you remember like <laughs> mothers <laughs> against <laughs> blood. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 so people see that they don't care, but then you have a, a scene like the last from The Last of Us, for example, and then you can see where it's where you have an attachment to the characters. And and it's way more hitting, like it's way more gripping. So I, I I thought that the second movie showed that in a much more like human sense, as opposed to the kind of goofy, fun, Raimi style that the first one did. You know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely like an interesting thing. And again, like it's so interesting that like this movie isn't Japanese, but it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I that's another you. that's another thing where it's like. Oh yeah, but this guy's like French, and then like he just sort of decided <laughs> to like make this movie pre-cut girl. Yeah, um, yeah. I will say get, though, I, the ahead. one thing I kind of not made me mad, but I hate the blood in the second one. I hate the blood in the short film. It is way too thin. I don't know what kind of like yeah nitroglycerine he was on, but that's that's no way. I like a good thick blood. You know, like a thick blood. You like the yeah. Carol syrup, really, really. <laughs> yeah, really, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually thought like I don't know, like I kind of feel like the, the like the blood in in Precut Girl is sort of kind of. uh it's understated a little bit. Like they show blood a lot. Like yeah. There's moments where it's like really bloody. Yeah. But it's almost, On the bathroom walls of time. Yeah. The yeah. bathroom walls. She chops him up. You know, yeah. um, there are moments where you're like, yo, but like, I do feel like it was, it was a choice. It was almost a choice for them to sort of kind of have that sort of like, not, not be like real deep red. Uh, like, you know what I mean? Like that yeah, sort of yeah, like yeah. crimson blood. Uh, but the movie sort of like ends in a, interesting way where you see that like she's pregnant right mm -hmm. she's pregnant with with her lover's baby i mean yeah. who was conceived um during an act of murder yeah. <laughs> like unintentional or maybe maybe not like yeah i don't know i don't know if she killed him on purpose it doesn't seem like she did because her narration makes it seem as if she didn't like it was just like yeah it's but like at the same time you're kind of you know? like was it though like yeah you think she it, killed him on purpose that's a good question do you think she killed him on purpose or not <laughs> i i think there's an argument to be made for obviously it's all fictional right but it, it's like uh, fuck i forget which x-men film it was but sorry to be cape shit about it but like there's one rogue she touches people and then they die right but she, it's this power that she has so she if she, she, she if she puts her hand on you too long she drains your powers, but she, if she leaves her hand on you, she will just drain the life from you. Right. right. She'll yeah, take your yeah, whole so, energy. Like, yeah, but yeah. so, but so this this girl in this movie, she kind of takes for granted that when you die, you come back. back. So I don't. Yeah. I, maybe she just thought like, ah, oh, fuck, I forgot for for a second that he doesn't have that power. You know. Right. But, right. Or or the other argument, Devil's Advocate, starring uh, fucking Keanu Reeves. Uh, what's what happens is like maybe she wanted him to go to that place to actually die. So that vicariously, she could feel like the the sweet spot you were talking about. Like maybe she wanted to do that. It's like, I have to feel this. I never did it on my own. Through him, I'm gonna go to that spot. If it kills him, it kills him. I need. And this, I almost you know? thought. I almost thought that like the ending, she was gonna jump in front of the fucking yeah. subway again with the baby. And, yeah. like, and I was wondering, like, yo, is she going to come back pregnant or is the baby going to be? Because that would be <laughs> fucked up, right? Like, True. what if she jumped in front of it and then she came back not pregnant? Mm -hmm. That was like abortion. Like, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, it's like, yeah. yo, yo, yo. I thought at first second, I was like, where are you going with this? Like, hold up. It's like that but time travel logic. Like, if you go back yeah. in time, do you also go back in space? Because otherwise, like, the earth is Because she be mentioned, there. she does mention in the narration, like, she's like, I haven't, I haven't killed myself in, in months. You know yeah. what I mean? And like, I stopped killing myself um, since this happened. And she's got to, you see, like, she's fucking fur, clearly far along in pregnancy. Yeah. Like, she's completely showing. And she's like, I'm pregnant with my, I'm pregnant with his child. And you're just kind of left wondering, like, okay, like, wh what what the fuck? 
is going on um <laughs> yeah and this guy i'm really interested in this guy as, as a filmmaker because um, um i started watching his other 17 minute movie um and i'm just like yo like i need to see a feature from this dude like how old um, is he do you know is he like a new filmmaker it's just an I old mean, geezer doing 20 minute long uh... i mean he's like i mean from again from what little information i know about uh this eric dinkian um is again like, armenian I, yeah, I mean, he's not. I don't know. Dinkian's an interesting Dink, name because again, Dinkian's army. This, this bro. is this is again. This is letterbox information, right? Nice. And I did look at. I did find his YouTube page, but but mm -hmm. it says he's a professional editor, actively working for television and cinema, and he teaches editing in the French film school. He's the writer and director of short films, which have gotten international notice for their original vision and impact on the audience. Right. Boom. So every movie that he's that he's made is a short movie. Like he's mm -hmm. got another movie called Core. Yuko, the space inside of us, in this one, and I'm just like, uh, yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm interested in seeing like in all of these movies. Though, when you really look, okay, this one is the Precut Girls, 2009, right? Mm -hmm. The space inside of us is 2019, which is more recent. The Yuko one is 2011, and Core is 2012. So he's got one of those like sort of like careers that I look like. Like Ari Oster, sort of like um, mm -hmm. Ari Oster was like that until he started making features. Like he had like a series of shorts year after year. Like if you look into his history, like he just did shorts like years after years. He was doing shorts, and until finally right. he made fucking um, his his debut his debut movie, the A twenty four fucking movie, uh, fucking uh, what is it? Not not. Um, I'm not a big Aster fan. Sorry, I haven't seen much of his um, stuff. Why am I blanking on Ari Oster? Because I want to say I want to say fucking. Uh, what is it Midsummer or whatever? Midsummer's the second movie. Um, oh, that was him. Okay, yeah, so uh, fuck. Uh, yeah, I, I might know this. Hereditary. Hereditary. Yeah, I'm blanking on Hereditary. You can tell it like I'm fucking on one. Uh, yeah, fucking no Hereditary man. was his 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 feature day, and then he's got his new one. Fucking Bo is afraid with fucking yeah. Uh, fucking which, by the way, Montreal connection. Ha shout out to Montreal. They shot here. Yeah. Shout out and shot in Montreal. Okay, shout out. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to that it's gonna be great, dude. Montreal. Yeah, bro. I'm gonna be in the movie. Not really, but like spiritually, <laughs> I was within. I was within a few tens of kilometers of the shooting when it happened. So I'm, never been. I'm gonna... I've never been. I've never been. I was in uh, last time. I was it's in a credit. Sorry, go ahead. I was in Kelowna. Um. Uh. What um, is it? sorry Kelowna? Kelowna. Yeah, that's where I was at when I was in Canada. I was on a fucking movie set and I was there. Oh, nice. Uh, and it was fucking Kelowna's like out. It's like a few hours outside of Vancouver. So it's like on the. Oh, other side. it's the other side. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. like a fucking it's cool because like it's like a fucking apparently it's like a summer town. Mm -hmm. Like because when you look at it, it's like just big mad like wineries and shit around there. <laughs> and it's like yeah, got yeah. this big ass lake and they have their own fucking Loch Ness Monster called the Ogopogo. Mm -hmm. It's fucking dope. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I was there fucking briefly during the pandemic. It was kind of fucking wild. Getting into Canada during the pandemic was like fucking crazy, bro. Like, Getting out even worse, yeah. I was yeah. like, yo, like I was like, they didn't want to let fuck. You gotta be like, have all your <laughs> shit to even get in there. They're like, yeah. Americans, we're not letting you fucking in here if you don't have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Reasons. Good thing I had reasons, but like, yeah, no, know? that's that's yeah, 100%. yeah. But uh, fucking, you know, it's interesting because, first of all, like, what is your overall like feelings on 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 fucking precut girl? Like, did you fuck with it? Did you? I. I'm actually, you know what? I'm not to turn it back on you. I'm very interested in like why you loved it like so much. It's clearly you can see. I'm not saying it wasn't good. Like, I liked it, but it's just... I'm sick. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not enough, dude. I love fucked up shit, but it's I don't not know. Like... like, like I don't know. Like, there's just something about it uh, that like appeals to me. Like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Like the the idea that like this is a woman who can't die and yeah. like uh, she keeps coming back. Like, just again, like I like those sort of like 
concept like conceptual ideas true um and the one and the fact that like they chose like oh she's japanese and like um i kind of think like it, I, I could see myself like younger me dating her and being like this is the most yeah. toxic relationship <laughs> that's the thing though in. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a toxic ass relationship she flashes back to my memories of my past like remember those times that were me like yeah. this is a real horror movie like to me True. it's like about a toxic relationship and yeah. I'm like, this is a horror movie because that's what it is. It's a toxic relationship. <laughs> Goodness gracious, bro. I was never able to snap out of that. Like when you see an actor or actress that looks like someone you know in your life, it mm. is almost impossible to to separate that, you know, from that. I, I like to say I'm a cinephile. And, yes, I watch movies and I don't look at my phone and whatever. And it's I watch movies 10 seconds before the start of a podcast, stuff like that. But mm. like I don't actually I'm not able to separate that, you know, like the art from the artist. That's one thing. But the visual you know vibe of a person i can't separate from the like what they do you know what do you mean by that well just for example let's let's just say as you said the girl looks like an ex of yours like you can't no she doesn't you know, let me let me let me, let me i know i know i know you didn't say that i'm just saying I, yeah, if, yeah but she know. doesn't look like an ex of mine let me just say nice. that i never nice. dated a japanese woman i think i did date a vietnamese girl one time briefly nice. but not a nice. japanese woman yeah, like, yeah, yeah and the longest history that i've had like was with the ex was she was actually a latina woman and okay, she nice. I had kids and, and and that was my most like in terms of like relationship that was long and like when i say toxic like we were yeah. toxic and again i say that completely like owning up to the fact that like two people it takes two people to to be engaged in a toxic relationship so like Absolutely. that's like i'm not trying to be like oh i'm in a toxic relationship it's all one no it's like it's that's a two-way street yeah uh, i had to like grow and learn and like now i'm like great like i'm not a talk yeah. i try not to like like replicate that with my relationship now that's the best thing you can do forward. you know right you right right but like when i was but... young like that's what i'm saying like this idea like a movie like pre-cut girl and you like meet this woman and she's like well when she's you like you realize like oh she's toxic but then you're like yeah, yeah but like he didn't have to con he didn't have to like like kill her he could have like walked away but he didn't he kept coming yeah back. The, he was that's the thing right, was so kind of like he kept coming thing. back so it's on yeah. both of them it's not just it's not just her it's like you at any time he could have walked away, but he was just like, yeah, I gotta, I gotta, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was definitely playing with fire. That's for sure. Yeah. I don't know if he deserved to die necessarily, but like he, right. he, yeah. Damn. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's weird. Like I feel like this movie could have used, uh, not not to give. No, I hate, I hate that. Don't even get me started. People are like, um, that was a good movie, but if I did it, you didn't do the movie. Yeah, but you didn't write it. You didn't direct okay, it. Okay, you can do that though. I get up. it though. I feel you. I feel you. I I I know what you mean though. Yeah. But honestly, I feel a little more like I don't know what to say. It felt for, to me too close to what you would get if you filmed that with just a normal camera. You know what I'm saying? A little more like. Not, not to say it didn't have style, but just like a little bit of in the color correction or something. It was really green and blue, you know. I don't know. It's no, hard no, to explain. I get, but... I get what you're saying. Um, um, I do. I, I I was watching this other movie. Um, and and it was far more slicker, like in terms of like mm -hmm. the production values. You might have had a little bit more money. So not even that. Movie. Just just like the, again, the the I don't know the like the distinct quality here's, here's of it. Something you know? about me. I, I my journey as like sort of like making movies or writing and shit like. Like I I've I've gone through periods right where like there's something about like this the kind of look that he has in in, in precut girl the kind of look that precut girl has that mm -hmm. reminds me of sort of like some of those like Mike movies which is like uh uh where it's sort of kind of like uh it's kind of it has like a fucking look that's not it's not pretty yeah I don't like that 
Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, like there's okay. some movies, there's some movies that I'm like, yeah, like I'll look at like only God forgives the reffing movie, right? It's yeah. a fucking like beautiful movie. Like, yeah. like whether you like that movie or not, like it's fucking Dude, I actually loved it. I I don't think it's movie. Yeah. Like in terms of like visually, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, and then you got a movie where it's like you look at a movie like uh, any of those Mikke movies, like Ichi, even for example, which Ichi has like great moments, but you like if you really look at like the way Ichi looks, like the type yeah. of I think I may have been like a food. I don't know if it's shot on like a Fuji film stock or whatever, but there's something about the way that movie looks that like is like kind of almost like fucking like dirty or like, uh, I don't know, like. Like grimy, do you mean? Pedestrian almost. Okay. Like, like it has, it clearly has like a cinematographer. It clearly has like a motherfucker who knows how to like frame shots and like. Right. Clearly has moments where it's like colorful because obviously like when you when you look at uh um what's it called uh uh Ka- was it Kakihara is that his name right yeah yeah Kubara, yeah, yeah. Kubara. I'm, I'm fucking his name up no it's Kakihara yeah yeah Kakihara, like when you look at his outfit and shit it's like you know what oh, I mean it's yeah. colorful and shit and yeah. it clearly has all of those elements but there's something about it that looks like fucking like almost like there's a quality to it that's kind of like they just turned a camera on even though they didn't mm, yeah. Right? And I yeah. kind of like, I don't know, I kind of like that. Like, but that I, was, that I, I was like, because yeah. it's, it's extremes, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's like, I like like a really lush visual movie. Cinematography is great. And I also like a movie that's kind of like gritty and like almost like where the cinematography looks almost as if like they just, yeah, but the see, lighting is harsh. Like, even for example, I don't know if you noticed this, right? Um, um, there's a moment where fuck it may not be in this i don't think i don't think i don't think i don't think it's very is it in this movie is it in fucking pre girl am i confusing it it might be confusing with another movie now that i think about it because pre girl didn't have any like bathroom scenes that i think of right i mean like, it does but like it, the there's a know, moment the bath- i'm thinking I'm, I'm thinking about this movie i'm thinking about this spanish movie called uh okay. Arabato, um mm-hmm. which has looks has a good look but there's a moment where he goes in the bathroom and like there's a light above the fucking like uh the mirror yeah. in the bathroom and it's like completely blown out like it's just blown the fuck out like yeah, like, yeah it's yeah. like too bright you can't even make it out and i like that like you know what i'm saying and like and some people would see that and be like hmm, is that a flaw i'm like no it's a choice <laughs> yeah true. you know true, what i'm true. saying like in some films it is a flaw yeah like, you know what i'm saying but in this movie it's a choice and i kind of felt like the style of pre-cut girls also that where it's like it's a choice it's the world, bro. It's the world yeah. that swifted and changed. Post-2010, everything was less artistic. I'm telling you. Even, like, Sean... I don't know if you like... I love Sean Baker these days, especially. I've been watching all of his movies. Like, oh, I don't yeah. Um, what's, the, what's the movie he made? Uh, I need to watch. Uh, the movie he fucking made. The last Sean Baker movie I saw. I still haven't watched Red Rocket. Or, one of my favorite movies of all time. It's great. But I I, I did watch... The last one I watched was The Florida Project. But um, yeah. um, I need to watch the one that he made in Asia. What yeah, well, so it's it's actually New York City, but I, I was going to mention it. it is it in around... is it in like Chinatown or some shit like that? Exactly, exactly. Like the cinematographer is like an Asian dude, right? Well, no, it's actually an Asian woman who the Asian, he, it's Asian woman is Asian woman. Yeah, because okay. the whole thing, the whole thing, the whole movie is in uh, Chinese. I forget mm-hmm. if it's Cantonese or but Mandarin, but it, so that's it. So that's the one wrote, I really want to watch. By the way, that one. Right it's there. amazing. Yeah. It's on Criterion, mm-hmm. anyways. But that that movie, like, it was shot. The the whole budget was actually under three thousand dollars, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Yeah. But so that camera has that roughness you're talking about. But the world around it, the, mm-hmm. the, for me. To, like late nineties, Wong Kar Wai, Fallen Angels type deal yeah. to uh, mid like early two thousands, grime is so beautiful. I love that oh. stuff. So when you, he shoots the takeout guy, you know, just on his bike going from apartment to apartment, that is 
that's that is the dirtiness I like. But anything post 2010 that looks more like you know Lynch's like the return, I I don't like that. I'm sorry. Like I, it might be beautiful and and well thought, and the script is brilliant. I will say that the idea behind it and the way that the, the they don't talk that much and she does the narration. I don't like narration sometimes, you know. But it was beautifully done in this in this. Uh, uh, pre-cut uh, gems, uncut pre-cut girl. Like, but so like, it, gems. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't stop, I can't stop. Yeah. But like in that in that movie, um, it's all well done. But just the the look of it for me, I'm you know, I don't know. It, it's actually recent. Recently, I've started liking movies for the story. For a long time, like yeah, in my yeah. teens, it was all about visuals. I didn't care how dumb it was mm. or how you know just uh, useless the entire yeah. story was. Yeah. When it looked good, it looked good. So I still have a bit of that, you know, left over. Yeah, yeah. Where, you know what's yeah. interesting? You know what's interesting because because of the uh, the technology that's available to people now. Um, yeah. Um, like I feel like we're at a stage now where like the look isn't even important anymore. Like because mm. you can get a great looking look now for fucking affordable price because oh of, yeah because of the the advent of digital technology and you got 4k cameras and shit um and like now it's for me it's like it's always impressive to me like when people when a filmmaker will choose a certain sort of camera like and 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 shoot like with a camera that's very limited like like when a motherfucker will take a fucking i mean even sean baker he did shoot yeah. tangerine on tangerine. iphone yeah but yeah, like yeah. but also like you know like this movie like with the first movie we discussed where he shot that shit on eight millimeter are we there's movies where I just straight up DV like Lynch did that with fucking uh what's the Inland name? Empire Inland Empire right yeah yeah, yeah. like it's fucked it, it I don't even care like people are like there used to be an obsession especially when I first started getting into movies and shit when I was in the fucking college like uh a shitty fucking community college and like we were making shit and it was like this is before like this is when like the DVX was like the camera like it was like ooh fucking DVX 100 could shoot 24p like right. it's gotten so far beyond that now where it's like doesn't fucking matter and like you can shoot this shit on like fucking a high eight camera like i don't even yeah. care like what's cool is this what for me now is like the 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 voice behind the fucking like like the intent of the fucking storyteller the filmmaker the like what are they trying to do you know what i'm saying and even yeah. storyteller i kind of like don't even care about anymore because cinema really? is different like cinema mm -hmm. when it comes to movies specifically mm -hmm. like even well no i can't let me let me let me let me let me back that up a little bit even to fucking even to fucking books um there are plenty of fucking authors and uh, and uh, uh, and auteurs when it comes to film, whose movies are clearly not about story. True, like they're not. There's authors who write books who the book is not about story, and they're filmmakers, auteur filmmakers, who like the film is not about story. Mm -hmm. Like it's about an experience. It's about ex it's it's about a fucking feeling. Yeah. Um, and like. People, we people are so obsessed with plot now, like you know what I'm saying. Like plot, yeah, is like yeah. I'm like nothing is more boring. Like I love a good plot. Don't get me wrong, I love mm -hmm. a good plot. If you if you can break down to me something where it's like, yo, this is about fucking they're gonna kill Hitler, and it's like <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean. It's like it's a cool yeah. plot. You're like okay, Bubba I'm Hotep. Did you see that yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, Bubba Hotep, great example. Bubba Hotep, where it's like, <laughs> oh, Elvis is like this guy in a fucking retirement home, and then like fucking John F. JFK is fucking this black dude yeah. now, and like they're fucking the mummies trying to kill these old people. Like I fuck yeah. with it, like just on a concept <laughs> on conceptual level, I'm, I'm mm -hmm. there. But like also, I'm like I'm very much like of a, a I'm a type of person where I'm like yeah, but like there's all kinds of you know um stories even if you want to call them, yeah. I don't even want to call them stories like there's all types of experiences that are like narrative or, or not even like non-narrative narrative you know what i mean like there's more like, reasons to make a movie than just a story right yeah. right right there's more to it like i feel like that's such a basic 
film bitch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, to be like, yeah. Oh, there's a plot hole. Like, <laughs> I'm actually, fuck. yeah. Right, right. I don't give a fuck unless you're making a movie that's about unless you're making a plot based movie. True. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. well, that's the difference when you're when you're when you're a whole story or movie hinges upon a plot, then the plot holes become important. But when right. you're not making a movie that's not about that, and it's like, who fucking cares? Like David Lynch, I don't give a fuck about any of the plot. Yeah, that's not that's the true. point. You know what I'm saying? That's like you're, you're totally <laughs> yeah. missing a point. It's not about a. Yeah. You can point out a plot hole. Oh wow, like that doesn't take away from the movie at all. Like you know, because mm-hmm. it's not that type of movie. But like yeah. when you see people, uh, specifically, I guess now on like social media and just in general, like because we're inundated with like fucking the marvelization of everything. Like people yeah. are so like, oh, it's like a plot. But, like, but meanwhile, Marvel is like the giant. You know, shout out to uh myself for shitting on marvel because this is i usually do it every fucking podcast but this moment i'm doing it right now so nice very me. cool uh, yeah. uh, uh i actually marvel. would like to extend that shout out from me yeah. to you as well so it's cooler <laughs> double yeah, shout Mar- out that's Mar- it Mar- marvel is like they like people like i like uh uh i just like you know that's a ter- like i, I remember <laughs> i I've, I've i've literally been turned off like back yeah. when i was like before before i met my my lovely beautiful girlfriend like nice. two years like i was in the dating scene for like a year or whatever and i would see chicks and like i i remember like women would say that i would i would hang out with a chick i would hook up with a chick i would whatever and then yeah. like we would talk and like because i'm a talkative guy obviously i have a podcast but even yeah. the conversation and i remember like there would be moments where a woman would reveal that they like marvel movies and i would yeah. almost be like turn off i'll be like god damn it <laughs> really Dude, like, I don't like I'm Disney, not that dude. shallow. I'm not that shallow, like for yeah. real. Like I like like you don't have to be again. I'm not one of those people who's interested in like uh being with a person that's exactly like me. That's boring. Mm. But I will say this though, like if you like love Marvel, like that is a <laughs> character defect. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, I, I get not you. Marvel comics. Let me let me preface that. MCU. If you yeah. love all of the MCU, just all of it, like you're yeah. to me, you're an automaton sheep brain person. So Which, it's just like I can't. It's a flaw. It's a character. Just, thing. just so you know, that's pretentious as hell. But I'm the same way. It's very pretentious. It's, but it's, it's like pretentious. Like it is pretentious. Yeah. But just, just know that. But at the same time, it's like because it's not about not liking something I don't like. You know, there's many things. Right. Right. Uh, right, right. There's of course. Of ma- course. Many movies I don't like. But when you you're talking specifically about this, or like you know, people who love who die for Stranger Things, for example, you know, mm, I enjoyed right. it. I people hate on it. I don't get why they hate on it, but it's yeah, like yeah. Uh, uh, it, at that point when you're so entrenched in these very basic, just low vibration uh, exactly. forms of a fucking yeah, film, it's exactly. like it, it reveals that what you think and what you see is also at that level. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you can't it, it, be someone who's well thought out and it's like, well, actually, yeah, I got this, this, and I'm a whole person, but also I love to have like cliffhangers from the 80s when it's a reference to this movie, that movie, right. that movie, which I haven't seen, you know? So I, I don't know, but it is pretentious and you're definitely uh, a pretentious guy for thinking that nah, i'm the same way <laughs> let's bring ourselves down a little bit you know i mean i mean like i i, I have my preach i do have my pretensions i don't think that i'm mm. a pretentious person overall but i do have moments of pretension and i'm capable of that right. for sure like anyone else i'm definitely a flawed human i'm a human being um but life i just value yeah but but, but, but what, I, what i mean is like yo it's not necessarily even that like you like a certain thing that i don't like because i don't care exactly. that's, fucking, that's very shallow and it's not about sort of gatekeeping or being a snob or anything. No, it's none of that. It's Name of five that. movies. Yeah. Yeah. It's none of that. I don't care about that shit. Like, I don't mm. even like to refer to myself as a cinephile. That's horrible. Yeah. I told you that on your podcast. Like, I don't fucking, yeah. it's fucking horrible. It's fucking, I don't want to, don't call me that. Like, fuck that. Yeah. Uh, 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 but, but what I will say is like, 
there are there are certain there are certain attitudes that people have about certain things that like reveals about them like who exactly. they are and they you could be like well that reveals about who you are and I'm like yeah i guess on a certain level but i'm also like no like if you are all in like mm-hmm. if you watch if, if to you everything that M- that comes out of like the mcu universe is great and you're all in for every single one that is a level of that is like you are a complete like peasant like you know what i'm saying like what i mean by that is like, like you know Damn, you're not escaping the potential allegations you no, no, but, but, but here's what i mean by that let me let me clarify let me clarify let me clarify let me clarify yeah. because because the mcu is a corporate it's it's like you basically are are you are bowing to like your corporate over overlord yeah. at that point yeah. because if you're being 100 percent honest at this point mcu is like what 36 movies in Oh yeah, you're telling me that like you've been bought into all 36 (laughs) of those movies, and you're saying like basically like piggy feed me my slop. Like if you are like if you're somebody who has like a perspective where it's like, look, I like the first Iron Man, I like Mm. the third one, I like the like that's to me that's a normal person. That's a person that's like okay, like like yeah, because those are movies you could go through the whole filmography of every single one, and you could find ones that are better than others or ones that you liked and didn't. But if you just fuck with all of them blankly, then to me you're just like. That's like that's a sign that your just brain is turned off. Like you're just True. like I like it all. It's like the same people that love A24. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Everything A24. I'm just A24. It's like <laughs> it's like use your brain. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not asking you to be like fucking like have a sophisticated knowledge of all film history or yeah. nothing stupid or absurd. Like no, I don't. By the way, that. neither of us will have seen every movie either. Right, we're, right. Gonna, no, we're gonna be impossible. impressed and depressed for a long yeah, time. Right, right, yeah. right. Like what you want to like. I don't give yeah. hate what you want to hate, but it's just something about like. When you like every Marvel movie, <laughs> yeah, every yeah. I'm just saying every like that's not a that's a there's people like that like yeah. that like most people will like Marvel movies or like a few of them but everyone like just sure. blindly like that level of blind allegiance to a corporation is a sign yeah it that is, is a well, sign that you're of a spe- low vibration like you said low yeah. vibration sort of like fucking turned off corporate drone like exactly. I'm not interested in fucking with people like that I don't even want like. <laughs> <they're> like oh, <laughs> Hold up. Speaking of A twenty four, have you have you seen the uh, High Life? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you did Claire Denis. So, so yeah. So you don't like High Life? I'm, I'm assuming. Well, I'm I'm gonna listen to your opinion. I like I shit on. But <laughs> I like I like Damn. I like. Claire, but hold up. Let me let me give okay. you some preference. Though. I like Claire yeah. Denis though. Claire Denis. Me is too. Like one, one of my favorite filmmakers around. Like she's just her movies. Like whether it's Trouble, uh, what is it? Uh, Trouble Every Day or Trouble All the Time. The, the one yeah. with Vincent Gallo, where he's a fucking cannibal with fucking Beatrice Dolly. Uh, Don't uh, even fucking, get me started uh, on Buffalo 66, bro. <laughs> <Vince> <laughs> Jeff, yeah. This is where I get kicked off the podcast, bro. No, 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 no. no. First of all, <laughs> any hot takes about Vincent Gallo, I've accepted because, like, Vincent Gallo is kind of annoying as fuck, but I yeah. do kind of still like, like, Vincent Gallo, even though, like, he has, like, the, if you ever see him, like, go on his, go on his IG, the worst IG ever. But, oh, yeah. like, but there's something about shout out, by the way, shout out uh, Cloud Theater, Vincent Intellectual. Cloud Theater, yeah. I fucking I'm supposed to I I'm supposed to go on their podcast at some maybe I maybe or maybe come on here. We'll see. We'll see, bro, because they're 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 so fucking but God, because they're gonna listen to this for sure because they listen to everything I do because they anyways they're, <laughs> they're so flimsy. They're so flimsy with their scheduling. I love them. I love yeah, the guys, yeah, yeah, Rick and Tanner. Yeah. Rick's in fucking Mexico right now. You know this? He's he's traveling, and he's been mm. saying, "Yeah, dude, we're gonna do a pod." And he's been doing this for like a half a year. So keep waiting, pal. You, you, Ryan, yeah, you're gonna get on me, like like they asked me about doing one, and I said I might be uh my I might be in New York during the time, mm-hmm. but I don't know if I am. I'm gonna have to hit them up, but we'll see. I've been trying to get that 
myself since mutual yeah. like i'm like 30 plus episodes into mutual so so yeah, you're right, not right. alone like but those guys got their own thing going on <laughs> shout out to cloud theater by the way yeah yeah they're great they're great they're great <laughs> but, but yeah they like life. vincent gallo i mean i mean i mean i like i feel like vincent gallo is one of those i i disagree with him on probably everything but i still yeah. find vincent gallo interesting as an artist you know what i'm saying like a very Fair. interesting artist like Buffalo 66, uh, Brown Bunny. Um, Dude, also kinda... one thing, he, he was in that Abel Ferreira movie I haven't seen. Oh, the There's funeral? One... Yes, I haven't seen that yeah, one. Yeah, I'm going to see because yeah, they're yeah. projecting it at the, the theater here, so I can't wait. I remember Vincent Gallo said something like an interview, like Abel Ferreira was smoking crack or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, yeah, yeah Vincent Gallo's a re- uh, you know, like whether you, I, like I said, like whether you agree with him or not, he is definitely a guy who who is not afraid to be himself. And that is, yeah. that's, ab- that's like, that is a uh, that is a quality that I respect when it comes to True. the industry. That you know, I mean, at least in my experience in it, like because everyone is so fucking like fake. Yeah, like, sucked when you run sure. across somebody like him, whether you agree with him or not, you're like, yeah, but that's just who he is. Yeah, like that is that is admirable. That is like some shit that you're like, oh, well, like yeah, like he says some crazy shit that I'm like, you're a dumbass. But like, but like I'm also like, but I fuck with you even though I completely don't fuck with you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm exactly. saying? Like, because well, he's is- still likable despite being like, because he's kind of that like you know douchey kind yeah, of yeah. art uh, artiste. You know, like if I saw Vincent Gallo. I would be like, yeah. yo, Vincent Gallo, what's up, bro? Like, even though I don't fuck with you, like, <laughs> I fuck with you. I still yeah. fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, because mm-hmm. he is him. Like, you know what I'm saying? And this idea sure. that, like, again, I push back on this, too, because we, I don't know, maybe it's an internet thing, but, like, I feel like now it's so strange. Like, and this is another thing that I try to do with this podcast is, is like, I try to have on people of all different sort of stripes. Yeah. People that have all different sorts of, like, political leanings and ideas because i feel like it's so fucking easy like if you ever listen to fucking i know you've probably listened to podcasts right like so you ever listen to podcasts and you're just like i know that like every guest that's on here is gonna be like ideologically aligned with the per the fucking host like, yeah but that goes weird. every way i know you're trying to shit on the liberals bro i'm liptard dc here i'm gonna be here the conservatives are way worse dude the fucking the rogan no fuck 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 the conservatives first of all fuck conservatives <laughs> they can suck a dick you yeah, know what dude. I'm saying? And liberals can suck some dick too. But but Hell I'm yeah. like I'm completely like on 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 like like conservatives are you're right. Like I'm never yeah. I'm never gonna I'm not one of those people. I'm not like one of those people that's like I know I I'm know. only gonna shit on this one side and be like yeah. just leave the other side alone. I'm not <laughs> shitting on this side to make this side to give this side. Some, no, no no. I know no. I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things where I'm like uh because I'm definitely not I'm definitely like my politics. If you want to talk about like my politics are super left, like super duper yeah. left, like left yeah. to the point where like libs are like. You're crazy. <laughs> like, you can't, yeah, yeah. We can't do that. You're a fucking <laughs> communist. Uh, you're actually like Thanos, bro. You're like a red Thanos, bro. Yeah. 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 So, so, but my thing is like, I walk out into this world as a human being and I interact with people all the nice. time. People who I disagree with, I don't agree with, whatever. And it's fine. Mm-hmm. Like, like this, it's weird now that like this idea that like, uh, you can't you can't communicate or have conversations with people like I'm not interested in like somebody somebody who's 100 percent on my my team like that's just yeah. weird like like we're not like you know what I mean like it's just weird like like we're gonna yeah. have mo- we're gonna have things we're gonna agree on and we're gonna have things we're gonna sure. disagree on and that's just normal like and honestly unless you're like fucking like trying to like murder me or like are actively engaged in some shit that's like harming people like I really don't you know, like it's what's the point in like yeah. having these sort of like fantasy sort of like battles with some of these people you know what i mean where it's like 
we're not making any kind of like actual difference in the world by fighting with people that we disagree with online. hundred percent. But the you know worst of this, the mm-hmm. worst of this, you say podcast, which is all right. Yeah. I mean, because podcasts you can listen or not listen mm-hmm. to, but Letterboxd, actually, I love it. I just found mm-hmm. about it. Like, I don't have uh, my accounts less than like five months old, like, or not even like two months old, super, super young. Mm-hmm. But I really, man, like the attitudes on there, I cannot take. It's supposed to, it's everything it's supposed to stand for, like the mm-hmm. actual app, which it does. You know, it's supposed mm-hmm. to open your mind to cinema. It's supposed to give you more knowledge about like who did what. You can look at the full disc- yeah. uh, filmography. It's mm-hmm. all great. But then you look at the reviews and how films are rated and reviewed, and it's like, oh my goodness. Yeah. This is, I mean, because, I'm pro because, because, because in some aspects, but. Because, yeah. no, because Letterboxd, you got to remember, it's move. It's about films, right? And True. obviously it's going to attract Hollywood people. And Hollywood is the worst. They are the worst. So, like, anybody who's interested in film, like, the chances are that they're either, you know, like, if they're on Letterboxd, you might encounter people who are Hollywood people. True, are people yeah. who would who have aspirations to be Hollywood people? That is so true. Yeah, and they that's the two worst groups of people. I'm <laughs> saying this as someone who has experience in the fucking industry as some yeah. degree, where it's like they are the worst because mm. they're always positioned. They're always they don't want to say like movies like they won't even they won't even share their honest opinion about a film. True, like they will say a movie's great even though they don't like it. Yeah, because the I because in their mind. They're like, I can't say anything bad because I, I potentially that person can give me a job. I want to work with them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah. like, wait a minute, hold up. You don't like the movie, so why the fuck would you want to work with them? Because yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but that's how they think. Because it's, yeah. to them, it's like they're just clout chasers. Like, it's that's how Hollywood is always the Hollywood is like the like when it comes to clout, the idea of clout chasing, like Hollywood yeah. invented that. Dude, I'll, be, I'll, I'll fit right in, pal. I'm, I'm a you huge know, like, for that. Yeah. Like clout chasing is like so. It's like know, one of those things where it's like, yeah, you get so many people who are just frauds and phonies and like don't want to say shit. Like I don't give a fuck. Like there's people, like there's filmmakers and people who I I fucking have direct connections to by like mm. one or two degrees, and I will be like that movie sucked. Yeah. Because the truth of the matter is, I don't want to work with them. But I can't say that about my peers. My peers really want to work with. They'll work with anybody. Yeah. Like if it means like I can have a career. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If I can somebody who's famous, oh, True. like, but that's but, what that shows me. Like, where I'm like, again, I've said this before to previous mm-hmm. guests on previous episodes, where I'm like, if you were actually around famous people enough, you would never want to be around these motherfucking people True. unless you're True. exactly like them. And that's yeah. an indictment of you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Where I'm no, like, no, like you. I'm like, most of the fucking celebrities that I've encountered, like, I'm like, you are the most annoying human I've ever met. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, <laughs> I leave. I, I you need to. Get, I need to leave. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I need to get yeah, away yeah. from. You. Like I'm not trying to like. But these people are sycophants. They 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 mm-hmm. they they want to be. They want to be again. Like the Oscars are coming up, right? I don't nice. give a fuck about the Oscars. Like I've stopped caring <laughs> yeah, about. Dude. I don't care. Like you know what I'm saying? It's pageantry. It's bullshit. Most of the yeah. movies are not well, who's are, are mediocre at best. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Most of the movies are mediocre at best. That's that's True. like the fucking thing about the Oscars that's like people don't want to talk about. It used mm-hmm. to be some sort of like a barometer of like a film's quality and artistry, but it's no. It hasn't been that for at least a decade. Right. Like you know what I'm saying? Like most of the movies are bullshit garbage. Like that's why you get movies like uh the fucking. Uh, I was gonna crash. say not not to get into it, but like how do you know how like uh like what's what's up on it? I I don't even know. Like I don't even know like what's up for nomination or. I've tried not to pay attention. Um. Yeah, no worries. No worries. Typically, typically the movies that I haven't watched are movies that I know are Oscar movies. Okay. Like you know what I'm saying? I've been avoiding them. Like you know what I'm okay. saying? Like like I won't like that Damien Chazelle movie Babylon looks like looks like. I've said this already. It looks horrendous. Like, yeah, I know people that have said like it is, but I also know people that who are again, 
industry type people who are like, yeah. crazy. It's like, you know what it is? I, that's just my opinion. It's worth nothing. Obviously, that's another thing. Also, we it's like your opinion's your opinion. Like it's cool right, if right. people are interested. That's all right, but it's not the word of God. You know, you know, like right, uh, right. Of course, that that's another thing yeah. that I try to explain to people because I, I'm a, I'm an opinionated guy, right? And yeah. I'm a passionate guy about my opinion. You're a human being, yeah. And people think like, yo, that like they're not allowed to have theirs. Some, I, I feel that way sometimes. Where I'm like, mm-hmm. you feel because I'm saying this so like upfront and being like, this is garbage that that means that like it invalidates whatever. No, yeah. like it's just my opinion. Like at yeah. the end of the day, you could be like, I disagree. And, you, and I'm like, all right, cool. You disagree, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Because there's people who will be passionate online about shit that I feel is horrible. Yeah. The only time I, and I would disagree, but the only time it really bothers me um, is really, it, I mean, I guess that it bothers me all the time. Uh, is when I know it's not real. When I'm being, being sure. authentic, when I'm like, you're just saying this. This isn't your actual. If you, if I thought like you really love that movie, I would leave you alone. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, but most people, I'm like, like you don't love this. Like you're just yeah. saying this because you know that it's the thing to say. <laughs> yes, but if you 100%. actually loved it and you had articulate, if you are you you articulating a viewpoint that was like, I love it because this and that, and you're like, mm-hmm. I, I could be like, you know what? You're right. That's what you love. And I can't yeah. even like just because I don't like it doesn't mean anything. But when I see people just pretending, like pretending like shit, that's what <laughs> yeah, bothers yeah, me. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, you don't like this. But like, you know what I'm saying? A, a part of a part of that is industry people, as you said, but a part right. of that's also people who want to be known as cinephiles. Like, for example, mm. you look at all these, like, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to shit on people. I don't know. Maybe they're cool. Yeah, guys, let's like, just get a shot. Let's fucking fucking shot fire. The, the fucking Karstens, the Karstens of Letterbox. It's like you you know they'll rate all the Kubrick's five stars regardless of the quality of it. They'll just yes. rate, you know. Yes. So it's like that that's fine. That's all right, but you're allowed to not be a sick of fan. I judge said, people. Of, I this is how pretentious I am. I judge people <laughs> by their letterbox top four, whatever. I'm like, damn. If you got four basic ass, I'm like, you're yeah, yeah. Bro, let's, <laughs> let's check it out. Let's check it out on air right now. I'm gonna check out what yours are right now. Yeah, let me see what yours are. Let me do this Good. simultaneously. Let's see. What's the... <laughs> Dude, this is this is gonna be so embarrassing for me. I'm gonna kill myself tonight after this. If these are not up to par. Let's see. Okay, we're pulling this up live. Let's see. Uh, yes, sir. Let's sir. Let's go to uh, what did I just watch? All right. So first of all, I've seen one of these four movies, so my opinion is worth nothing. Uh, on your on yours. Uh, so <laughs> really, <laughs> are you just that's all you saw of these movies that I've, I have I've on ju- here? I've just not not all of the movies, but I I've just seen Heat, which you know Heat's great. Heat's great. Yeah, I've I've, I changed my four a lot too. By the way, I, I like yeah. I, I changed my four. So you've got um on yours you have let's see, uh Heaven Can Wait, right? Yes. That is a sick and twisted movie, dude. I love it. I need to watch that. The Stunt Man, Richard Rush. That's another one that's been on my list. Pusher. That's a Pusher Three, exactly. Pusher three. three. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. That's... Milos is me, dude. And Red, and Red... Yeah, that's respectable. That's respectable. You got a respectable top four, dog. You can't... I don't know, that's... dude. That's not basic. That's not basic, dog. Like that's not. Basic. Is, you don't have like not. It, not a single Steven Spielberg movie on there. <laughs> uh, uh, not a, like no, 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 no. That's not basic. Or by the way, that's the, it's a it's a group you haven't bullied yet on this episode. It's Ooh. the Tarantino Bros. No, I mean I love you know I don't I right love yeah them, but you know people what? who've you know, seen a, yeah, yeah yeah you know I'm, that's a good that's a good that's a good thing that's a good thing that's a good thing to bring up the Tarantino discussion right because it's or like Scorsese well, also real quick yeah Scorsese is another one but like Tarantino really though right Tarantino <laughs> and what I mean by that is it's not even it's not even about Tarantino because mm-hmm. you know uh, uh, I actually I like Tarantino like, you know. Yeah. Um, it's just like there is a you're right. There are t- types of fans or Tarantino head bro dudes yeah. that are fucking annoying. And it's not Tarantino's fault necessarily. You're right. 
but there is something about it that are fucking annoying. You know what I mean? They're really yeah. funny. Like it makes you like not want to watch Tar- or talk about Tarantino movies, right? Which you know is sad because they're great. Which movies, is sad because but... they're great movies. Like you know, yeah. a, lot, a lot of them are. Like all of yeah. them. He's not perfect. There's no such thing as a perfect filmmaker. Of course. But of course. but but like I enjoy most of his filmography. I think Jackie Brown is a masterpiece. Movie. That's my favorite, actually. Yeah, it's my, my favorite, favorite movie. Of his. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's like one of those things where it's like uh, even the movies that are like lesser Tarantino works. I'm still like his lesser is like some people's not even best you know they're like True. like they're they're like his lesser is better than some people's best like death yeah. proof is like i like i think death proof's underrated you know what mm-hmm. i think it's an underrated tarantino movie that and, and 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 yeah but 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 it is like weird that like there's a certain type you just identified and mm-hmm. i've said this before on on also uh with other i think uh i had on uh was it sean i think i had on sean uh, the director of Black Devil Doll. Uh, I had him on oh. for an episode, and we talked about like the uh, the New Beverly. So when I lived in LA, I used to go to the New Beverly, and I said mm-hmm. this all the time. I'm like, I, I've said this on other episodes besides the one with him, but I'm like, I fucking hate the people, the majority of the people that go to the New Beverly. Like, <laughs> yeah. I fucking hate them. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like that Wojak. Because they're those type of mother- real movie. Fan. Because they're like, yeah, yeah. I know you just go here because Tarantino owns it now. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Or, or because, like, it's like, because, like, uh, it used to be owned by this other guy. It's a family-owned thing, and then like, like he Tarantino took over to save it. Shout out to him mm-hmm. for saving it because he saved yeah. the New Beverly because it was about to go. You know, it would have been some corporation would have fucking bought it and turned it into a Starbucks or some shit. Yeah, <laughs> he saved the shit right, and it's right. like, and then he continued the tradition, and that's mm-hmm. as admirable, right? That's notable, but like, but now that like it's become a trendy thing now. Like it used to be just like nerds, like you know what I'm saying, like nerds with like yeah. the New Bev and like you said, cinephile people who identified that way. Right, um, right, right. You might see Patton Oswalt in there or some fucking shit. Rest mm-hmm. in peace to Clue Gulliger. Like, he's always there. Like, the times yeah, I've been yeah, there, Clue yeah. Gulliger was always there. Uh, right. But, like, fucking, like, there's a people, there's people that show up in that line, and you're just like, I fucking hate all of you. Like, I just wish, like, <laughs> fucking, I wish somebody would come in with a fucking AK and just spray everybody. Dude, like, so me too. Like, just fuck it. I'm here. Ah, I'm guilty by association. Seen, uh, <laughs> holy moly. This is literally parody, you know, parody. Go ahead. Have you seen Cecil be demented by John Waters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. John Waters. Dude, that's literally me. Committing terrorism for cinema? That's quite literally. That's, that's, <laughs> that's my political, that's my sexual orientation. Because it's, it's the equivalent of hype beast. Like who ran yeah. out again? Another LA thing where if you go on Fairfax, you would see like Supreme and all that, and then you see the lines. Yeah. It's the same shit. It's mm-hmm. hype beats for like movies where it's like you just here because <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying. Like you just yeah, here because you, you think like yeah, you, yeah, you want the shirt. Outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you want the shirt. You got the fucking. Uh, it's just annoying. Like it's fucking annoying, and it's like, and this is one of those things that's indicative to just the culture, like the mm-hmm. and I said, like the greater culture of the Western civilization, and maybe yeah. even other civilizations. But we live in. North society America. definitely you know what i'm saying we live in north america so 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 so, so 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 like there is something about it where it's just like you know again in the 90s you used to call these people like posers you know what i'm saying yeah and again, the, the skaterverse gate- for sure right right and that's like gatekeeping i get it but like i yeah. have come back around on the idea of gatekeeping <laughs> like okay. i used to be like we don't need <laughs> right. gatekeepers but now i'm like we fucking kind of need a little bit of gatekeeping a, a yeah. little bit like just a little, little bit you know what's great about that is that the first of all these people are financing movies, which I love. You know, of course, there's too much mo- money in movies. Yeah, there's a point to that. Yeah. But I, people who pay for movies, I appreciate either way. And I think the gatekeeping happens naturally. You don't have to be like, no, you, these are the movies I like, whatever. But there's you can tell these guys from the real movie fan, someone who just really loves movies. You can tell right. them apart right away. There's right. no, there's no reason to keep them out. You know, let them enjoy the the Pulp Fiction for the seventeenth time and the casinos and the right, taxi right. drivers. I, mean, I, lo- like, I love those movies too. I love them. Same, like you know, what I'm saying? 
like but so there's more like, to cinema than those like four or exactly, five movies exactly yeah. and, and it just becomes it's just weird when it's like uh you get these people who love movies i guess or they but but most of the time i feel like they just love the idea of being a movie fan of being yeah. like yeah like they like like the identity like and it's yeah. like it's not an identity for me True. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I watch movies, I read books, I do, but it's not in my. I it's not the totality of me as a human being. Like mm-hmm. there's so many more aspects to who I am. So it's like I don't like, like again, that's like I have a shirt on, like I got it fucking with a screen mask on it. But like I don't really nice. have like this isn't from Cavity Colors, right? Like this isn't like you know like it's not a personality for me. Like you will gotcha. find me with a fucking a fucking Nike shirt on them tomorrow or a fucking that's where we differ bro yeah. I have nothing in life outside of movies <laughs> I'm literally this is I say this jokingly but literally this is my personality like I'm horrible to talk about to talk to you about anything else literally I just well, I feel like know? I feel like that's a, that's a, that, that that's okay when you're in a certain... <laughs> it's not okay bro it's a no 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 cake. I feel like it's okay depending upon like where you're at in your life right because I feel right. like there might have been a time in my life when I was probably like early 20s ish or whatever where yeah, I got into movies right and I kind of yeah. felt like that Right where I kind of feel, but I feel like when like when you when you sort of accumulate life experience and you sort of like then you start to like oh oh like you're in a phase right now which is fine. My my issue isn't with guys necessarily who are more in in, in a lot. Like, I'm not talking about there's dudes who I know were like forty something. <laughs> yeah, dude. Star and I'm Wars like, collectors. what is wrong with you? Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, what the fuck is wrong? With you? Mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're yeah. 38. Like, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, like the Kevin Smiths. You know? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Where it's like, uh, uh, what is going on? Like, it's weird. <laughs> like, you, when you turn like what you like into your whole personality. True. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like, you're the movie guy. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Where it's like, <laughs> well, even now, like, yeah. I'm not like, yeah, people may, people may be like, oh, Ryan, he's a writer and stuff, whatever. But I'm like, yeah, but I'm like a whole human being. There's all kinds of other shit I do. Nice. And in fact, what makes you capable of doing the thing that you do is because of the other things. And all, all, all things feed into each other. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't, that's why, like, you ever, like, I know you know this, like, like, you ever have been a fan of like a writer or a filmmaker, you know, maybe it's an author or whatever. And then as they've been really successful and at a certain point, like the work, it's like only a commentary on that success. Like, okay. you know what I'm saying? Where, where, where like they no longer have anything to say because they've been, Oh yeah. No, they've been course. on the top so long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah dude. And like now it's just reflective in the work. Now they're only just like, it's like this weird. It's like this weird thing where it's like they don't have anything interesting to say anymore. Like they oh, just yeah. they've they they won a long time ago, and they've been sitting on this plateau for so fucking long, and it's reflective on everything that they do now. It's crazy that you say director because for me it's actors. I have Al Pacino, Robert De Niro in my head right now. That's quite literally it. I mean these these guys, I love them to death. Like if they died tomorrow, I would be like these are amazing, fantastic actors. Mm. But like if you look at their past twenty years of work, uh, you yeah. know, barring obviously Heat, it's like yeah. You know, like there's there's a, there's a couple good ones in there, but you can't. She's got a great big ass. <laughs> 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 right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Uh, it's like yeah. guys who who did incredible. By the way, '70s Pacino is a big lack in my in my film you know film watching experience. Like I missed a lot of it. I love Injustice for All, but like Panic in Needle Park, I haven't seen stuff like that. I haven't seen yet. So this is gonna be great to. Yeah, explore. I have blind spots too. Like I have a lot of blind spots with like movies that are mad obvious. You know, people will be like, you've seen every movie. I'm like, first of all, that's impossible. <laughs> you second, damn fool. Yeah. Yeah. Second of all, second of all, uh, I don't like, like, I don't really like the more popular a movie is, the more like, like, 
the less the less like likely I am to like make it a priority. Right. Because I just feel like it's there. Like I feel like okay, well that's there's access so I can get to that. Right. You like can, you know you can what I'm be saying? 75 and watch jaws, you know. It's Right, you know what gone. I mean? Like we're, we're yeah. it's not even a thing about like trying to be like fucking like a hipster or nothing like that where I'm like, "Oh, everyone likes that." No, right, no, it's right. like it's like no, like if it's that prevalent and and people are that talking about like and I already have a feeling like I could always get to that. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not really that quick to be like to add to the conversation. I'm like, "All right, well, I'm more interested in like the stuff that like just is like a discovery because i right. feel like if i discovered it it's just more interesting like it's like oh cool because like by the time you watch something that like is like super duper like ubiquitous and like mm-hmm. in the cult like it's like if you watch it right on like you're in the conversation like i mean like i watched there's movies like that where i will watch like they come out and i'm like oh like i watched it and everybody's talking about it um like you said, like it's like Jaws, right? Where it's like, yeah. at a certain point though, you're like, everyone has said everything that's ever been needed to say about fucking Jaws. Yeah, it's like okay, so like, what are we talking about? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. yeah, you said that. You know what? I think that's I think that's true too. Okay, like, but like a million other people have said it. So like, okay, let's move. It's just not like you know, it just becomes moot at that point. It's I, like, I am a sucker for like, regardless of how big a movie is, I'm a sucker for being there on release. I don't know why. There's some there's movies certain... are like some movies that that is the one aspect of film. Like, let me let me let me like uh, clarify what I mean because because mm-hmm. I don't want people to think that like I don't like that. Like that is the right. one of the greatest. That's one of the many great things about like big movies, studio movies. Yeah. Um, because I'm hypercritical of studio movies, but like when they become part of like when they become like an. A, Mon- when it, like there's no mono monoculture anymore like that yeah, doesn't dead. exist the way it used to but when they become like a part of the zeitgeist when they become like a fucking like water cooler conversation like when mm-hmm. that is that is the one sort of like communal aspect about like a big studio movie that True. is kind of like cool like it is one of those things where it's like everyone's watching it like everybody has like everybody's talking about it it's sparking sort of like conversations that like that's dope like you feel yeah, like you're yeah, all yeah. like sort of contributing to this giant like sort of like group yeah. conversation like you know but what i mean honestly like, these days they've been really shit i, mean, I love the, the whale pro- that's I what love i'm the saying whale, but like uh, dahmer with the last few things that were really big was like dahmer avatar uh stuff like that it's like i cannot you know but yeah. i i love to i love the whale I, I don't know if you like I, I don't i haven't watched the whale uh damn you haven't watched the whale no no because it's an oscar fine. it's an oscar movie I, it is an oscar movie it's true i did and watch i did watch hype. the banshees of Isher, Dude, i love that movie also but but yeah. but i like mcdonough like i don't like yeah, yeah. uh three billboards and i don't like uh seven psychopaths but i do yeah. like mcdonough you like uh, in bruges obviously yeah i like in bruges great i love in bruges but like uh i like but again i'm a fan of mcdonough from like in bruges but also sort of like the plays that he writes and shit. I got into okay, him through and Bruce, those. and then I watched his short that won an Oscar, The Six Shooter. Yes, I, I did. Did you like that? I saw yeah, it I like Six Shooter. Actually. And then I started, then I went into his plays and I read mm-hmm. Pillow Man first. Okay. And, then, and now I just read whatever he has. I hear he has a play. It's like, it's like all the stuff that you like about like in Bruges and like that shit. Like, like it's all it's the dialogue and the, the interactions. Yeah. Yeah. It's like all that shit. So, so the same shit with like uh, Banshees. Like yep. that kind of like funny dialogue and the shit. Like it's, that's what his plays are like. That like that's just beautifully 100%. shot. Also, I love so, the cinematography on that one. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 so uh, uh, I've watched that one. I was gonna watch that regardless of whether it was an Oscar bait movie or not. Is that Oscar bait though? I mean, it's, I mean, it's it is artsy, because it's him. It is because it's true, him. true. He's true, already true. got a certain stature. So that's like right. the movies that he released are gonna have that sort of attention anyways. You haven't watched so, Tar, I'm assuming then. I still Tar's haven't watched really... Tar. I still Tar have, is I'm, the Oscar movie. I think. I'm going to watch Tar. 
I've, I said this. I had Gabriella uh, Barco. She was a former guest, and she was like, "You'll like Tar." Mm-hmm. I have. I told her this. I have a blind spot for Todd Field. I have not watched a single Todd Field movie. What has he made? I might have seen it, but I don't know. Like, um, uh... one of the movies that people bring up is like they like they like Todd Field, and they uh, um, this is what I'm saying about like blind spots. Like you can watch a million movies, and then they can have a total blind spot about shit. Uh, I think one of the movies he's known for is In the Bedroom. Um, okay. Uh, what else did he make? Little Children. See again, none of these movies I've seen. Like, um, yeah, me neither. Yeah, it's interesting. He hasn't done like a lot a, of movies, but when exactly. he comes out, when he comes out with a movie, they tend to be like get a lot of critical praise. Mm-hmm. So like, the tree, I, how, how I don't does that know, that's work, like short... By the way, you you you're more knowledgeable than me on the industry. How the hell does it? Like, how does a Chazelle, for example, have so much hype when he's done like five movies? You know? Oh uh, well, first of all, there's a whole there's a whole internal politics when it comes to Hollywood one. There's a lot of things. There's a lot of things to factor in. Like, there's a lot of things to factor in. There's a relationship. Hollywood. That uh, the adage that like it's not what you know. What it's you who know. You it's know. who you know. Yeah. Who yeah you know. Yeah. That is a real thing. It is who mm-hmm. you know uh, a lot. There's a lot of relationships. Uh, it's funny because there was a uh, uh, a Hollywood. You know. You know the Hollywood Reporter does like those roundtables. Roundtables. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Chazelle was on there with like uh, guys like Denzel Washington and mm-hmm. like Mel Gibson, and there was a question uh, that they asked about like them like what is your first job you had before you got into hollywood right, right. and like fucking gibson and them were and denzel were talking about like real like jobs like i worked mm-hmm. at a fucking like some shitty like like lighting or right working or no working working class jobs not anything okay, to do good. with the industry and then okay, they go good. to they get to damien chancel and he was like oh I, I wrote this low budget uh script movie for and they looked <laughs> at him like they were like what the fuck are you talking about like they're actually talking <laughs> about like jobs that actual people do like yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Like you're talking about a script, you wrote a, a horror movie or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. like that shows you kind of how much of a like a fucking insider kid he was. Like you know what I'm That's saying? Right. Like where it's like a lot of these kids now, a lot of these people who are adults, not, not kids, but they're younger or they're like old, fully. Old. A lot of them are like children of the industry to some degree. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, oh, you're a fucking either it's nepotism through straight up. I'm related to someone. Even PTA, bro, Paul Thomas Anderson, yeah. people ignore this. I like him, but he yeah. was like the, both his parents were big in the industry before he started. That's how yeah, he got yeah. like, his movies. In yeah, a lot of these, a lot of people have a lot of like industry ties to like through fam- familial, like, you know, it's like, like, mm-hmm. like literal familial ties. Of course, like your mom yeah. and dad was in the industry in some capacity or whatever. Right. Uh, so that's one factor. That's one factor. Right. But there's another factor, which is sort of like the relationships you have to sort of like in the business when it comes to like, okay, maybe you have a certain agent or maybe you have a certain manager and maybe those, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Or, and they vouch for you or maybe, or, or you work with X people and they know you and they've kind of gotten to know you and they work with you. They're good. But then there's the whole idea of like Oscar campaign, which, which costs money. Mm-hmm. Like the studios pay for that. Like, like right. I mean, to, to, to yeah. actually campaign for an Oscar that requires a lot of money. Like there's a whole in, like cottage industry behind the scenes about with, with that. So it becomes one of these things where it's like, it's never like a straight up, like someone came out of obscurity, made a fucking absolute banger. And mm-hmm. then they're like, you know what I'm saying? There's yeah, always something yeah, yeah. to the story. Not like every, ne- there's nine times out of 10, nine times out of 10, that's the case. Every now and then there's that one motherfucker <laughs> that they let through. Yeah. But that's a, that's a rare, that's fucking rare. That's really rare. Most times you when you really like do some sort of like forensic fucking investigation into like someone, the career is like, oh, oh, it's like you had a pre-existing relationship or, right. you know, it's usually that. So when it comes to like movies, like becoming sort of like 
known or filmmakers becoming sort of known, it is definitely a relationship kind of kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's kind of it's 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 not like just there is no meritocracy. You know what I'm saying? Like that's right. not a thing. Like you know what I'm saying? Like that's not a thing because you know, like I'm sure you know, like there's movies that you discover if you're really watching movies. Mm-hmm. Like there's movies you discover like that are fucking amazing. Yeah, like sure, that are yeah. like nobody to talk about. Like you know what I'm saying? And you're like, yeah, yeah. Holy shit, this movie's fucking off the t- and you're like, no one's talking about this movie. Um, yeah, it's why, yeah, and yeah. it's why it's simply because that person isn't connected through the right. You know what I'm saying? But like, if they were, mm-hmm. this would be like, you know what I'm saying? Like this would get. But, and there's yeah. people who just stay in that like underclass of independent filmmaking forever. I don't know what you think about like Cassavetti. I love that. I, I, I love yeah. Cassavetti's. I love that. Same, I think but that is the true. That is the pure. That like, you know what? Like you, yeah. you. Here's the thing that you said. Like yeah, I get it. We live under a system of capitalism, right? And we everyone right. wants to make money. I get yeah. that because you want to survive. You want to be able to take care of your family. I I, sure. I don't I don't fault anybody for doing that, playing that game or whatever, uh, so to speak. But like, if you're really in this for for real, if you're really in this for like, because you love this shit, like, yeah. The, con- the that's the consolation is that you get to do it, mm-hmm. like you know by by any means. Sure. Like you know when people are upset, like who have careers and they're like, oh, I fucking made ten movies, fucking career sucks. I'm right. like, that's how you know like that they're in it for the wrong reasons. I'm sure, like, because sure, sure, you literally you made ten movies, right? Like you should be fucking set. You should be happy. Like yo, I made well, not, not only 10 made movies. but made them and made them so good, and then people yeah, also yeah. appreciate it. Right, it's right, right. Like a, that yeah. should be the fucking consolation. Anything else True. is like a bonus like you know what i'm mean? saying like, like that's yeah. a fucking bonus it's like yeah like that's True, cool i, I did so, yeah. that but like i don't give a fuck like you know because i get to make another one i'm gonna have to, guess what i got another new new cool thing i'm gonna make like yeah. that is the that's where you should derive your sense of like satisfaction from but these motherfuckers right. yeah. that's they want they want they want the spotlight because it's hollywood like that's but what I it mean, attracts dude i've got no link to cassavetes i mean i don't care how popular it is or whatever but it, it yeah. is kind of hurtful i wouldn't say that like women under the influence is a lesser movie than marriage mm-hmm. story is mm-hmm. you know but it's not in the consciousness as much as marriage story was i mean i know it's a newer movie it's not as the same mm-hmm. as the old one but you know well, bombach is of... one of those guys though bombach yeah. is one of those guys where he's Which, allowed he's allowed to do but, yeah, he's yeah. allowed to do a certain kind of movie and he's allowed to he gets he gets to make fucking Don DeLillo's adapt, you know, the fucking adaptation of White Noise and get mm. 100 million from Netflix, which that movie does not <laughs> warrant him getting 100 million, but whatever. Yeah. But like, yeah. you know, what I'm saying, but he is one of those guys who's an industry guy. He's plugged in and he's allowed mm. to make a certain kind of movie, um, which yeah. I mean, at least he's not making fucking Marvel movies. I give him sure. that. But like. But still, like Reffin, do you do you do you I'm, I'm puzzled by how much money Reffin gets. It's insane. I love it. Like, I, well, I, I love it. I mean, too. Re- I love Refn, it Refn is is an industry guy too. Because I mean, you remember his parents? Like, you know, yeah. his parents are even though they're fucking Danish and they're from yeah, the, yeah, yeah. They were already in the industry. You know what I'm saying? Their own. Yeah, industry. he made a small movie for eight million euro. It's it yeah, was yeah, like, yeah, eight hundred thousand yeah. euro. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's what I mean, though. Like, like you talking about people who are privileged to a certain degree. Like, yeah, like um, and that's part of the story. That's part of the narrative. Like that gets left out a lot of times, which is like, oh yeah, like the reason he was able to make that movie to even begin at with. like 20 or four or something right right like right like most people the the access to sort of like the access to sort of the 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 crews the the equipment the fucking right. actors the talent that's that's the that has always been a barrier to entry you know what i'm saying for most fucking oh, yeah. people and re- really it's like it takes a motherfucker who's like determined like mm-hmm. it takes a motherfucker like the guy who made fucking bodybuilder like it takes yeah. it, it takes a guy that's like I'm just gonna fucking do yeah I don't give a fuck <laughs> yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying like I'm gonna make my shit you know what I mean like uh 
to make any you have to power through it you know that's why i always i, I do i always like those guys i always have a i have a bias when it comes to like some of those guys scrappy sort of like independent filmmakers who yeah. just sort of like clawed their way through like i'm just gonna make my fucking movie fuck you and then they are able to carve out a fucking career for themselves. And, and it wasn't because uh, their mom and dad were fucking, you know, former uh, Warner Brothers executives, yeah. you know what I mean? Or whatever the fuck, yeah. you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, so, and not, that's not to say, and again, this is a very, very like, uh, I don't know, prevalent sort of topic lately, but the, 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 the Nepo baby discussion. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's not to say that like, there aren't Nepo babies or children of people who are, you know, Famous or rich, Jack or Wade fucking rocks, baby. I'm a Jack Wade fan forever. Yeah, there's people. There are people who yeah. who are good, even though they they they're born into a certain scenario. Of course. Uh, I just think that like most motherfuckers aren't, whether they are or not. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Like the only difference between the, them is that like one one has access and one doesn't to certain yeah. things. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it really pisses me off when people get racist about it too. It's like I'm not I'm not super like oh fuck is that it? But it's like it's Ooh. Because there, there's uh, what you said is a question of like who gets it and who doesn't get it, and that's dependent on many factors. But like when they're saying like, oh well, you know, it's the the Jewish media, and then you guys, like, well, and I, I, it's like I get, I get the frustration. I do. I'm not yeah. gonna be one of those guys who say, yeah. uh, there's no way I would say. Like I understand why you're so fucking mad about this, but it's mm-hmm. like to jump to this. I don't know. I, I just, I just feel like it's, it's a, uh, yeah, it's, it's too easy of a way out, you know. To, yeah, to yeah, yeah. I, 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 I agree. I agree with you on that. Totally. Um, there are some people who, who sort of, sort of go down those, sort of like anti-Semitic, sort of like. Uh, but for no reason, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah, not yeah, just like, yeah, yeah. It's and just, it's like, just... yeah. Listen, listen. I'm not saying there's not like a strong like, fucking representation of Jewish people in the industry. Of course there is. That, that, but that doesn't. That's not like. That's not a reason to turn into fucking like fucking hitler <laughs> you yeah. know what i'm saying like some people are like that where they're like well fuck it it's like no 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 like or the same I, thing I, I, by the way if you don't like jews that's fine whatever i'm talking the other thing people say well all you have to do is to be black bro if you're black you get all the roles yeah, yeah, yeah it's, the same. it's, 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 it's always dude, those same people thing. are the same they're the same yeah. it doesn't yeah. matter like but first it was jewish people now it's now it's the divert whatever yeah, diver- exactly, exactly. now it's black it's people are it's gay all you just to be black woman and that's or you gotta be a black or it's fucking yeah now you're a woman so it's like you get to like it's like shut the fuck up bro like you know what I'm saying? Like you just find whatever excuse that you can find to be a fucking racist. But again, I get it. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, not yeah, like yeah, yeah. I, I'm not gonna act like I don't understand what led them to that. But it's still really dumb. You know? It like, is it really dumb. Like it, it is really yeah. dumb. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. dumb and it, it is reactionary and it's fucking yeah. stupid. True, um, true, true. I listen. I have plenty of complaints about the the, the fucking pseudo diversity uh, push that they have. I talk about it all the time. I talked about it in detail, like my issues mm. with it. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. But it's not one of those things where like fucking I'm like. I'm gonna turn into some fucking Milo Milopolis or whatever. Like, you know, well, there's, there. a, there's a difference. There's a difference because it's like a, yeah. the, the scenario you think where there's, it's like, as you said, there's no meritocracy. It's not yeah. like there's a writer's room and there's like five people and we're like, oh, we have to. The writer's one room writer. is actually, I, well, yeah. writer's room is actually the most unmeritocratic. When it comes to merit, like yeah, 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 it is literally like has zero to do with meth- merit. Like it's only really? like it's like I, it's, I would say it'd be like writer's room is maybe. the easiest. It's the easiest like. In terms of like, that's why so many people get into the industry through TV and through a writer's room. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do, like it all has to do 100% with relationships. And what I mean by that is like, if you become a showrunner to a show, right? Yeah. You have the fucking carte blanche to put whoever you feel like in that room, whoever. True. There's right. no, all the, the, the buck stops with you as a showrunner. Hmm. And you're putting people in the room that you can stand 
like or that you like or that's your friend or that's your fucking friend your kid your your your, yeah. your friend's kid or the, oh your favorites like ah oh, fuck you or obama's daughter room, i think obama's daughter was in one of the writer rooms like it's nice. just whoever it's just people who are like not necessarily qualified to be there yeah like but it's just like i i need a room these people are gonna be locked in this room with me for 12 hours Jeez. i'm gonna put whoever I, plus this is a, it's a nice it's a great paying job you know to, it's like i'm gonna put whoever i feel worthy in my opinion in this mm-hmm. fucking position it has nothing to do with ability it has nothing to do with talent like there, it, and that, that's not to say that there aren't like good writers in writers. Of course, of course there are. You. There's some good writers in there, but I'm just saying like the majority. No, mm-hmm. the majority of writers. There's like one or two probably. The rare writers' room is where it's like everyone's a killer. Like, but wouldn't that depend creative. on the creator? I think the showrunner like decides this, right? I mean, yeah, but I'm pretty sure like while while yes, there are there are there are certain scenarios and situations that people may say, hey, guess what? You're a talented yeah showrunner person. Um or whatever we like your shit but like you need to like hire this person yeah, yeah you think yeah, that yeah, definitely true, happens true. for sure that definitely <laughs> yeah, happens you're like yo you need yeah. to bring him in like yeah. listen like you know you're are you gonna tell the, the network guy who wants you to put somebody in there that you're not gonna put him in there yeah probably like, not no yeah exactly probably not unless you got like james cameron level like like i'm fuck you I yeah do what I want. you know most most people don't have the clout so so again the, the tv writers rooms are one of those one of those things where it's like that's the easiest way to get in. Like yeah, I, mean, I, I still the, say, the, that. ABC's There's... the middle had all creative writers and like the best of the industry. I thought, uh, uh, what's the other show? The uh, I, whatever, just all these. Those. It's like, the, I always shows. say this right now. Like, if you're just a careerist, if you're just a careerist, and all you want to do is get into the industry, so you can say, I am in working. Yeah. Target TV. Yes, it's super competitive. Everybody's trying to get into it, but it's like it doesn't. It doesn't require talent. It just requires maneuverability skills. Perfect for me, bro. I got zero talent. Like yeah. all you got to do is be like, how do I get an assistant job? Like that's right, all you right, got to right. target because like that the way the way the way it works is you start as a writer's assistant. All you do in the writer's assistant is as you get people coffee and you write down yeah. everything that's said in the writer's room. Nice. Everything. Just write it down. Take notes. And guess what? If you do that good, you stay for a season. Two seasons, they promote you to a writer, staff writer, low level. Right. But now you're in the game. Mm-hmm. Now you're in the WGA. Yeah. Now you're like, and then you could go to another show and another show. And guess what? You could get an executive credit. Now you get paid more money. Now you're higher. You now you're a, a writer of higher regard. You have more, yeah. and then m- maybe eventually you play that game until you get a showrunner. And then guess what? A lot of those people will spin that into filmmaking careers because now they're interchangeable. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, so Dude. it's the easiest way in. It Dude, requires at least so a much bit. though. I I know I know you have to do whatever it takes. Like it, it, it requires. Let me, so let me let me let me much. Yeah, let me let me let me let me let me rephrase that a little bit. Let me let me put some a little bit more uh, clarification on that. Yes, sir. It does require skill, but that skill is not it. it requ- the skill is like the sort of like people skills and the sort of right. the ability to navigate and play the political games. Like that's what the skill it requires. Mm-hmm. The writing is like s- not even secondary. It's probably like fourth or third down the list. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Because they're gonna give you a format and a template. Like you know what I'm saying? The showrunner dictates, like. The showrunner is going to come in and rewrite everybody anyways. Like yeah, yeah. they're going to, oh, I want it this way. Cause they did take the tone of the show. All mm-hmm. you gotta do is figure out the template and the format. Like these are the acts, the act breaks, just memorize that, figure that out. Plus you have 12 other motherfuckers in the room that are going to help you anyways. Yeah. I was thinking about it's that. Super no I, when you really break it down, really think about it, it's the super easiest way for people. Like, yes, it is competitive. I'm not saying it's not difficult because a lot of people are, are com- competing for the spots, but there's literally hundreds of shows right now. Hundreds, True. hundreds. I mean, at some point the bubble will burst, but it hasn't yet. It feels like mm. it will soon, but 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 right now, like if, if somebody's like completely outsider, I'm like, yo, you just need to target television. You need to try to get into a writer's room and get into television because yeah. it's the easiest way. Like so many, I know depression. so many frauds. I know so many frauds yeah, exactly. who are in the business, like because of TV. 
Nice. You know what I'm saying? Like, Dude, so. hell yeah. <laughs> Yo, thanks so and much I, for I, me, man. Let me say this: I got friends that were, shout out to my friends who are in those rooms who are actually good. Yeah, they're they're they're, they're good. They're, they're in there, but there are a lot. There's people amongst them who are horrible. They're terrible. Hundred percent. You'll never know who's who. You know what I'm saying? You'll never. You, tell. you know. But, you but know. You know in the head. Yeah. You know who they are. Like I like motherfucker. I know. Like we can smell our own. Like dude. you know. Get fuck out of here. <laughs> Damn, dude. But again, thank you so much. I got to bounce. I got. Yeah, go yeah, yeah. It, um, but... um, thanks again, man. I appreciate. I appreciate uh you coming on and dude, uh, it was a fun time. Super plug. Fun time. Oh, before you go. Yeah. Plug. 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 Anything you want to plug. Uh, That's so all that, good, dude. Don't worry about it. I said at the start, eight plates podcast. Check eight me plates out. Podcast. Check, check it out. P L eight S. The number eight. The the letter P. The letter L. The number eight. <laughs> Made it as difficult <laughs> as possible. Listen to that shit. Listen to my episode whenever that drops because it's gonna be the most fire yeah, one. Yeah, like ever. two weeks, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna rock. It's gonna rock. All right, man. As always, uh, I don't know how to uh, end podcast. So, dude, uh, you know what, man? I fucking love you, man. I love you, bro. L- n- nothing, nothing, nothing embarrassing about that. I love your show. Love your stuff. So take care, man. Have an absolute great one. Yeah, right man. to do a weird like YouTube sign. Like and subscribe. Fuck that shit, bro. No, don't, don't like and subscribe. Uh, yeah, man. Just <laughs> stay don't. a human being. You know. Yeah, stay, stay a human real. being. Um, thanks again, and yes, uh, it's over. Awesome, man. Take care. <laughs> See you, bro. Thanks, man. Rap niggas get on my nerves, man. Uh, niggas be full of goof, man. Goof, man. Check it. I won't stop till the bag drop. Poverty's not an option. I'm copping more than my last drop. Why you out posing this mascot? I'm holding for cash crop. I move for my last spot. I'm a rich nigga, so I need a rich bitch. A quick lift, repent. I let the clip spit. Always had to get flexing with my richness. It's a cold world, I gotta be relentless Blood in the ocean, bodies in the ground Heavy is the head of the king that wears the crown Blessing your ears with the melanated sounds They love this thugged out shit, the way I hold it down It's too much money to be made just to lay around I'm just a member of the tribe that was lost and found This limited art shit got the highest price in town yeah. I'm calling shots, I'm at the spot I have them dropped in the drop top Crew business, don't move stupid I'm making wise decisions Lose interest when you move different I need the coupe kitted Bang my shit to the youth listens Either building or with a few vixens Our views different, your cool wish list My aura did it Love how I spit it, get you for your nine digits Ternorium slime I didn't change the niggas still dropping dimes Vitamin C, take this on My love is blind, bullshit I might take the time Forever dumping, yo, Cream 5, need I say no mas Rapping at the Holy Mas Bring the task force, what for? I got a gun store Used to sell drugs, now I'm pump raw Shaolin gunfire We the gods, nothing higher Praises to meet your death Just me, my bars, and my loneliness It's Flair Joy Hey yo, I'm speaking Spanish with my Cuban dog Boy, I'm the man with all the blueprints, dog Catch me standing like I'm stupid tall I'm in the Phantom with the crew shit on Hammer to your two-year-old Make you abandon your accoutrements Cannon loser, you ain't got no juice at all Damn it, you a fraud I'm about to slam you on a two-by-four I run the planet with my crew and ball 
These niggas never understand it. They confused, but I'm appalled. Look, mankind with the mask of slick foley. I'm no one trick pony. Spark the gas and lit the bogey. And if sun get boldy, I'll grab the fifth slowly. Then start clapping fast and then attack his big homie. The dark skinned masochist. I stab and get horny. Then give the world my ass to kiss. My habits get lonely. With Shogun and Stack, it's a rap for this story. But motherfuckers don't know the half, it get gory. I'm not sorry, 